The following occurred after recording the review for Digimon Adventure Try Part 2 Determination. Well, despite everything, I thought the episode went very well. Indeed. And Dila didn't even distract too much from the episode either. Good job. Yeah, I guess. Well, I'm going to go to sleep and sleep like a rock tonight. Uh, Dila says that she has an idea to make the show more interesting if we're interested. And what pray tell would that be she says it would be easier to show us uh, crap! <laughs> where in the sand hill are we that is a very good question deedlets the movie what do you mean the movie uh drew what in the world happened to your clothes? I could ask you the same question. I think these are Japanese school uniforms. Huh? I think we're in Digimon Adventure Try Now. Delit, what did you do? Hello and welcome to another episode of The Cellcast. Joining me today is a man who, uh, well, he's just not feeling very well. Hi, right, Jacob. Yeah, sometimes you get the digital blues a little bit. Or I got a virus. I never thought of that as being a symptom of Tourette's. <laughs> just all of know. a sudden your eyes turning white <laughs> you're getting very bitey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why, thank you. Let me introduce our co-host. A man who is in need to update his digital passport. Welcome, Drew. I have you know I updated all that the other day. Okay. All right. <laughs> Sorry, I'm fiddle. I'm all, I'm still fiddle farting because it does. It, this is doing something weird. Anyway, of course. Uh, getting into this week's trivia question to answer at. Uh, this week's trivia was, with the exception of TK and Kari. What are the names of all of the Digi-Destined kids from Digimon Season 2, a.k.a. Digimon Adventure Zero Two? Mm-hmm. All right. I'm curious, Jacob, if you Davis, actually Davis, Yoli, Cody, Ken, and... Yeah. That's it. It's only those four? Yeah, it's only that four. Like, if you're going to say somebody else, I'm, I, did, I didn't do my... Re- neither me nor Josh did his research correctly. <laughs> because Josh was the only one who answered this question. Right. Um... So yeah, that was our question for this week. Uh, Jacob, how are you doing? Man, now that we finally made it back from the movie. The movie, yes. The, the <laughs> last four parts of that movie. Because guys, guess what happened? We got transported to the digital... To what, 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 Is that Tokyo? I think it's Tokyo. Somewhere in Japan. Somewhere in Japan. Yeah, yeah. it was fun. When we kind of experienced like the rest of the series while we were there uh yeah not fun you're, you're was, trying to run digital monsters the entire time it's not fun uh yeah you don't want to just as a little uh bit of uh note uh if you if uh you see greymon running towards you run away go the other go the other direction go perpendicular yeah exactly if you you go straight like you always see in the movies you're just gonna have to keep chasing but if you go perpendicular he's not gonna see you move and you can get out of the line of fire very quickly (laughs) yeah 
Also, yes, Mei Kumon is very cute and adorable, but uh, while she's still vicious, I don't suggest it. No. But anyway. Anyways. That was a fun, interesting week. Yes, it was. Or actually, it was like 24, it was like two hours. Yeah. We got done with all that before midnight. How on earth? That's the thing. For us, it was like eight hours. Yeah. It was nuts. But we got back within two, because it was only midnight when we got back. Yeah, and I was hungry afterwards. Imagine you were, because that digi that, that, the, that digi food or whatever that food is that we ate in there did not come with no, us. No, 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 I hope I'm I hope that someone didn't have to clean that up after we got done. Oh jeez, yeah, that was bad. If it didn't follow us. <laughs> oh yeah. Ugh. Nightmares. Nightmare fuel. Maybe Ag- maybe Agumon picked it up because uh, he was always he's always hungry hungry. yeah he's always hungry he's he's like a dog who uh (laughs) really enjoys sniffing his own uh, yeah that yeah yeah Yeah, that that. you know what i'm referring to (laughs) yes exactly so yeah d-lip transported us to another world yeah thanks d-lip it's okay d-lip we understand you should have just just warn us next time exactly give us fair warning all we knew was you were going to show us something Uh and all of a sudden we're Falling to our not well not to our deaths because we did survive yeah but we fell what had to well to quote your namesake we were falling for thirty minutes <laughs> if you don't know apparently Jacob and Norse is Loki yeah exactly apparently apparently yeah but anyway anyways but yeah that was fun yeah it was and all in all it wasn't actually a bad trip it was very interesting in fact uh, we are. Thinking perhaps we're going to talk more about this uh, yeah. later on. Yeah, probably exactly. around the the anniversary episode. Yeah, but we may be using that going forward. We'll see. We'll, we'll after we've had some rest time and only you know review while we review the rest of the series. Exactly. Uh, we'll see how we come the after that. Level people up. Exactly. So yeah. Outside of that, Jacob. How are you doing this week? How how am I doing in the real world? Yes. Uh, I'm doing very well. Work is always, it's good. It's frustrating sometimes. It's good. It's bad. Whatever. Uh, work on po- hopefully commissions coming up. Hope that uh, bodes well. And uh, just trying to get things done. Motivated and working on projects and that kind of stuff. Uh, other than that, I'm doing great. How are you? Fair to Midland. Had a good uh, New Year's off. Yeah. Did Lucky. Some, got some editing done. Mm-hmm. I, I saw that. Finished uh, a game mm-hmm. that I've been playing for all month. Right. That drug my heart through the mud before I got a chance to get have this movie drag my heart through the mud. Yeah. I mean, it tried, but I mean, I was despaired out by the time I got to this movie. <laughs> um, but yeah. I had a good time. I'll yeah. talk more about the ge- what I played here when we get to what we've been watching. Right. But uh, yeah, I had a good time. It was a great weekend. We uh, had a good New Year's Eve party at the church. Indeed. So yeah. Played a very interesting game. Technically a homebrew. Yeah, definitely a homebrew. And he's still working on the rules for the next game, whatever that is. Okay. I don't know if you're going to continue playing because you got a little stressed. Yeah, we'll just just a little bit, just a little bit. We don't want you to be stressed. No, 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 no. no. Not, I, I, I stress. I, I bark. It's not a Hulk situation, folks. <laughs> it's not that. It's just we really do care for Jacob. We don't want to stress him out. Berkshire, uh, his the grocery store does enough of that as it is. 
to and, to and, and Voldemort, of course. That is true. To to paraphrase uh uh Hulk uh Jacob Park. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. But either way, so uh, what have you been watching? What have I been watching? I've actually been watching a lot, actually. Let me get to my notes real fast. All right. So what I have been watching. Uh, so I watched the first time War Games. And that was a very interesting, fun, very almost surreal film. I was like, wow, this has a lot more connotations than I thought it would be. Yeah. A film that was made in 1983. That is very accurate for the time. Yeah, very accurate for the time. Definitely the the peak, you know, the the peak of the Cold War, and mm-hmm. you know, things going amok, and a computer decides to go play a game. Would you like to play a game? Uh, not global thermonuclear war. I'll no, absolutely right not. Chess any day, please. Thank you. Yes, tic tac toe. Tic tac toe. That's another game you can't win. Exactly. So, uh, other than that, we were our friend's chase house and we got done with our Bible study. So actually I wrote them all down for a change. So I'm not like, wait, what was that show we watched earlier? Oh yeah. Uh, we watched, uh, like one, it was the show I confused with, uh, the Lego knockoff mega blocks. Oh yeah. It wasn't mega blocks. It was mega low box, mega box, (laughs) mega box. Be like, that was a. It was very much a. That's more of a shonen episode, right? it's kind a, of. It's kind of shonen. Um, it's. It depends if. Sh- okay, so technically, shonen is does not refer to normal content. We usually call stuff like Dragon Ball Z and Naruto and One Piece as shonen because it's really the only thing we can attribute them to, right? Outside of adventure stories, yeah. This is uh, Megalobox. While it's definitely got shonen influences, right? It's more of a sports anime because it is about boxing. It's true. robotic box. It, well, it's, it's cyborg boxing, but it is boxing. True. So we watched, I think, like two two episodes of that. It was three, three episodes. I counted. Yeah, yeah. I did. I wasn't really into it myself, just because. I can only deal with anger that for so long. Yeah, it's true. And that guy was very, very angry. Very angry. <laughs> and very prideful. <laughs> Extremely. Well, I just didn't like the character. When you don't like a character, yeah. it's hard to con- care about the yeah, story. Yeah, that's at least true. For me, anyway. You, you know what that, that show reminded me of? JoJo's Bizarre... I mean... JoJo's Bizarre Adventure? Yeah. Uh, the art style is not quite that outlandish from no, the yeah. box. Yeah, but it was more but like... you can tell it's been... It was... Well, it's it's that harsh style that 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 has because it's trying yeah. to be, it's trying to stay away from the cute side of anime as much as possible. Yeah, but what the what I'm referring to is more how the uh, I think he's the second JoJo. I think he is the 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 teenager, the who, one from Amer- the first one from America. Yeah, the first one from America. Yeah. That's the second oh, JoJo. Yeah. Oh, I be like you absolutely. I, I personally I watched like most of that and it's like I can't stand this guy. He, yeah. He's he's a royal jerk that's to I, everybody. That's why I stopped there. I would have been much happier if they'd somehow continued Jonathan's story. I would agree because I actually like Jonathan. Yeah, and then you get this prick of a uh, grand, like grandson or son, grandson. Yeah, grandson. He's been in America too long. We'll just say that maybe. But we, yeah, we as two red blooded Americans say. <laughs> yeah, either or. So be like, yeah, I just saw the comparison between the character from Megalbox. Megalobox? Megalobox? Megalobox. I still don't know what that means. 
Yeah. I don't know what makes it Megalo. Yeah. It's a brand name, probably. But right. anyway. But either way, be like, I just found the comparisons from those two very interesting. Uh, so then we watched uh, The Way of the House, wa- house Husband. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I think this is the third time I've br- that's been brought up, but he the has. first time by you. Yes. Uh, that was unique. Uh, it's very much of a... It's not a full animation. It's more... It's minimalist animation. It's very minimalist animation. I would animation. say it is very close to... Uh, like a motion comic. Motion comic, but here it works very well, in yeah. my opinion. And just be like the... And the insanity of it, of everything about it. It's like, what in the world? This is hilarious. So we watched that. I, I, can I, definitely, it, I can see why. I'm, I'm glad I was Drew able to find it. a comedic anime that you would enjoy. Yeah. I um, found a comedy that he would enjoy. That's amazing <laughs> in and of itself. Because this boy is weird on with his comedies. It's hard to predict. I, I am. Uh, so that one's available on Netflix if you have Netflix. Uh, the next one we watched was uh, Full Metal Panic. Uh, watch, I think the first two episodes, full metal panic, Fumofu to be specific. Oh, okay. Because there's actually three full metal series. There's the original full metal panic, Mm -hmm. which is, goes with the more serious stories from the manga. Mm -hmm. Then there's Fumofu, which take all the comedic stories from the manga that the manga had, but the other one had taken out and just did those stories, which of course makes it more strange. Yeah. And then there was the second raid, which was the third season that was more of a combination of the other two, but was technically a sequel to both. Okay. So we watched Full Metal Panic Mofu? Fumofu. 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 Uh, that was hilarious. It's the sound that their uh, teddy bear mechs make. Oh, okay. We didn't get to the teddy bear mechs. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> teddy bear mechs. Yes, oh, teddy bear mechs. Okay, teddy bear mechs. Okay, so we watched that. I think it's available on Tubi, I believe. I could be wrong. Probably. It's probably available on Tubi. Uh, you can go check it out there. And then we watched, uh, or at least I watched. Um, so this afternoon I got off work and work was kind of stressful. We needed to do some venting to my boss and he completely understood. And hopefully things can be kind of worked out. Uh, try to get some things done that need to be uh, fixed. Let's say that. Uh, other than that, uh, I got home and wanted to do just watch something fun. And so I turned on Hulu and what was there but One Punch Man. <laughs> One Punch. Exactly. And hey, that's the teddy bear Mac. That's the teddy bear Mac. Holding a shotgun. Oh, okay. It's a, it comes up. I don't know how because I never got to it, but it's a, this, Fumofu's a weird show. Sorry. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, either or. So I, I think I watched like three episodes just back to back doing my notes. And I'm like, whoa, okay, this is hysterical. Uh, it's it's more be like you have this high tension, you know, action st- stories that every character is dead serious. And then you get Saitama. He's like, what? Oh, like, man, I'm bored. Just more just like. I don't care kind of attitude about everything. And he just beats everybody with, again, a single punch. <laughs> I'm like, wow, this is inc- like incredible story down. Have you never watched it? Yeah. I've, I watched the, uh, like the first few episodes and I picked up where I left off, I think. And it's so just like, words, you watched the episodes that were, they were still working through the gag, uh, parts of the manga. Pretty much. It was like, Oh, this thing's never going to take off. Oh, it's popular. We need to write a story around this quick. <laughs> Yeah, I got around to the uh uh what was it the uh the fish king or something like that. 
Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, it's good. Oh my gosh. This boop. Did, <laughs> like, did you get to uh, Moomin Rider? Yes. AKA uh, the cyclist. The cyclist. Yes. I got, I got to him be like, he's, the the the, the the lowest of low characters but definitely has is, has a heart is, of a hero. He's got more of a heart of a hero than anybody else yes. in the show does. Exactly. And then Saitama shows up and he's just boop, done. Of course, you know Moomin Rider is a parody of Common Rider. Yeah. Which we know here in the US as uh, Masked well, Rider. Masked Rider. Rider. That was when we were kids. Yeah. And then there was uh Common Rider Dragon Knight, which came out when we were like in high school. Hmm. Hmm. Here in America. That's all we've ever gotten over yeah, here. Never knew that. Outside of the original Common Writer is now on Tubi. Mm. In all its 70s television glory. Ah. Uh-huh. So, yeah, that is all I have been watching. So, what have you been watching? Well, outside of the things that you mentioned that I mm-hmm. was there for. Yeah. I watched a little bit of the 98 Godzilla movie that TriStar made. Oh, yeah. I remember very fondly of that film. It's different. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to say the movie is bad. Right. Because I actually there were parts of the movie I enjoyed. I thought it was well made. It's a Roland Emmerich film. It rolls down Roland Emmerich Lane like all the other Roland Emmerich films do. It does. If we're being honest. Very true. I, I am not a fan of the Monitor Lizard style version of Godzilla. And I understand why officially... Toho has renamed this Godzilla to just Zilla mm. and had real Godzilla step on him in like like in like five seconds in Godzilla Final Wars. <laughs> I understand why all this happens. But the reason I actually stopped and watched Godzilla 98 is because if you've been watching the live stream, you've probably noted that a DVD on my bookshelf for Godzilla the series, mm-hmm. which is very good. It's yeah. much better than the movie is. Uh, it was the Saturday morning cartoon from that was uh, came out the same year as the movie. Yeah, I've, I've it, heard I've heard so many good things about that series. It is a very good series. Now they do not have the only kaiju they have rights to mm-hmm. is is this version of Godzilla. Okay, so what they do is they have this version of Godzilla fight like I won't say public domain, but it's because some of them are original. But they he goes and fights you know just kind of random giant monsters. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, one I watched today, he fought Leviathan. Really? There was also aliens involved, but well, that's neither here nor there. Of course. That's kind of normal for Godzilla anyway. Right. Um, and I'm want, I was wanting to watch the, through the whole series before uh, something that's coming up later this year is going to occur. Where we'll, right. ha- we'll be reviewing three episodes for uh, as we, when we guest on another show, but more on that later. Right. Uh, and I was actually, and I've been legitimately curious, and I've been waiting until Christmas to see if I got '98 Godzilla because I wanted to watch the '98 Godzilla movie before I watched the TV show, which I'm mm. glad I did because it actually th- this actually ties in very well to the movie. Yeah. I mean, like the the first five, the the, the first minute of yeah. this is literally like the climax of the movie. Yeah, re- just reanimated, right? And they do change the story a little bit because uh, the Zilla. That um, hatches from the egg at the end of the movie, mm-hmm. and here in this one, it waits until uh, Nick Totopoulos, you know the mm-hmm. Matthew Broderick character, yeah, is down there and to hatch so that he can imprint on him and think that Nick is his mother. Mm. 
fun. Yes. It's been very interesting. Okay. Uh, I'm enjoying it, actually, believe it or not. Uh, also, in the intervening time, I've, of course, been playing Final Fantasy XIV and Walker. Ah. Uh. I played through probably the last quarter of the game over New Year's weekend. Hmm. And there was a point in there where I was saying, game, don't do this to me. You are tearing my, you're tearing me apart, Final Fantasy XIV. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not saying the quote right. You're tearing me apart, Final Fantasy XIV. Uh, <laughs> the few people who listen to this who might know what the room is. Um, but, I mean, I, it, was, it was a very good story. It's one of those things where I can't talk about it. Ah. Uh. On one hand, there are still people playing through the game, and if they happen to be players and they are at Endwalker, but they hadn't finished Endwalker yet, don't want to spoil it for them because, good night, is it worth it? It is very much worth it. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, if I were to explain to you what was happening in the last five minutes, I'd spend more time saying, well, this is happening because this happened way back here. And I have to go through all this big, complex stuff because how well it ties into the other five expand, uh, other four expansions. Understood. So... Yeah, it's a very complex game. I gotcha. Um, and I'm try- I'm actually thinking of something to help make that a little easier because, but I haven't made a decision on that yet. So I have maybe a po- a project in the works. Okay, private project. I gotcha. But we'll see. All right. Anything but, else? Uh, other than I picked up Persona Five Royal again because I'm going to try and finish it this time. Okay. I'm. Uh, for those of you who know what I'm referring to, I just got to the school festival and had the talk with Goro Akechi. That is all I'm going to say. Okay. The people who know what I'm referring to will know what event where I am in the game. Okay. Unlike Josh, who I still don't think's gotten past the castle yet. Because <laughs> I know he's played it, but I don't think he finished it yet. Ah. Uh, but anyway. Yeah. So... I I did fail to mention one thing, which I did I did watch. It was something about fighting evil by moonlight, something like that. Oh yeah, yeah. So to let me explain, let me explain that. If you saw the post and people responded to it, thank you very much, everyone who responded to it. Uh, <laughs> so okay, I, I do have a question before you get into okay. the watch because he watched Sailor Moon. Yeah, watch Sailor Moon. My question, yeah. though, yeah. I really do need to be. We need to be specific here. Okay. Did you watch Sailor Moon or did you watch Sailor Moon Crystal? Sailor Moon. Okay. The reason I ask, yeah, is because it's a Dragon Ball Z, Dragon Ball Z Kai situation. Okay. Where Sailor Moon itself was the week was a weekly show that has got a lot of filler in it. Exactly. And is not it. it Follows the story, but I mean, there's a lot of extra they throw in there. Which, yeah, uh, don't get me wrong, love filler. The word for filler, we wouldn't get to see Goku and Piccolo learn how to drive, which is still one of the funniest episodes of anything I've ever seen. True, but Crystal is freshly animated, right? And it goes through the story at the same rate the manga did. Oh, okay, and it's well, it's much more abbreviated, and it's got the same voice cast. Really? Yeah, because they. When uh, they got when Viz Media got the uh, edit the the rights for Crystal, mm-hmm. they also got the rights for the original Sailor Moon, which is good because the Deke dub from the '90s when we were kids, yeah. and we saw it on TV, uh, much like everything else, yeah. they cut stuff out, so they just re edit they just re recorded the entire dub. Interesting. Sorry, 
Continue. So when, like he said, when we were kids, uh, so I would I would probably been like an early teenager when this came out. So there again, Sailor Moon. I'd be like, I saw glimpses of it here and there, but there again, I, I was I was I was I was a young boy, and it's like, oh, Sailor Moon is a girl show. I don't want to watch this. So while I was in puberty. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So either either way. So be like every once in a while. Be like I would turn on Tanami and be like, what in the world's going on? Who is this little pink haired little girl? It's like what in the world's going on? And so I never figured out what was going on. So I saw little glimpses here. You came in in the middle of season two. Yeah. Exactly. Apparently, Probably. Sailor. Yeah, over Sailor, here, it would definitely have been season two because we yeah. never got three, four, or five. Yeah. So season uh, apparently this is season two, and I was like, so I was. That day, I was like, what in the war? Because I realized that Hulu has Sailor Moon on it. Yeah. I was like, okay. So I want to figure out who this kid is. I, I, if you I, started at episode one, you are nowhere near her. Oh, no, no, no. Because what, what you started at season two, didn't you? I, I started like in the middle of season two. Because they hold on, hold on. Let me let me explain. Let me explain. I don't think that's going to explain who she is. No, it, no, it well, doesn't. It, but, it does, but it doesn't. Yes, it does, but it doesn't. Uh, so. I'm figuring out because I, I I saw this one image of her. She turned black and she was tall. And low, so I was like, uh, that what? would be Dark Lady, but sure. Yeah, Dark Lady. And I was like, I was trying to figure out what in the world does that mean? So I, I I found the episode and I was like, oh, okay, that's what that means. And I was like, okay, it's be like Sailor Moon S. And I was like, wow, this is really good. It's a little confusing. No, you so, watch Sailor Moon R. Okay, R. R. Sorry, R. Because it goes... <laughs> Sailor Moon, Sailor Moon R, R Sailor Moon S, S, Super S, and then Stars. Mm. I don't know if we even still have Stars over here, but anyway. But either way, so I watched that, and it's like, okay, so I I better start from I, the beginning. I know entirely too much about Sailor Moon. Apparently. <laughs> so I start from the beginning, because thankfully Hulu has it. Yes. So I'm watching this, I'm like, I watched the first episode, I'm like, okay, you 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 pick the most... I don't want to use the 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 the, the term you would see, you would describe someone who is airhead. A hair, uh, yeah, an airhead. Thank you. Better word than I was going to use. Uh, so much of an airhead uh, of a character. Let's be nice. We won't call her an airhead because that is diminuted as demeaning. Yeah, we will call her meatball head. Okay, meatball head. Because that's what she was called in the original dub. <laughs> yeah, by uh, Tuxedo Mask. <laughs> or not, yeah. tux, not Tuxedo Mask. Sorry but I can't remember the guy's actual name. But anyway. Yeah. So I'm, I'm watching that first episode and it's like, man, she's a meatball head. Yeah. Extremely. I'm like, okay. And then Luna shows up the cat. I'm like, what? Okay. You're, you're, she's the chosen one. You're like this meatball head of a girl, you know, a teenage girl. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> I have a question. And and it's okay. So I, I watched the episode. I'm like, oh, okay. So so this so How far did you get? I think like three episodes. Okay, good. You know nothing. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. You don't know who she actually is. I think I well, it's been like what, twenty something years I mean, now? You can easily Google it and see pictures from the end of the season. Yeah, but you know, spoiler alert, apparently she's the reincarnation of a, a the the queen of the moon or something like that. Princess. Princess. She is Princess and Rosemary. Because the queen is... It's the queen is Queen Serenity's different anyway. Let's yeah. not get into but that. But either either or apparently she's a the reincarnation. So that's why she's the 
you know, the, the new sailor moon or something like our sailor moon, whatever. So I'm just thinking like, wait a minute. So you have all these sailor scouts who basically come in and, you know, pick apart the enemy and really bring them down to nothing. <laughs> and so literally, <laughs> so this is the way I view it. Don't do not get me wrong. I'm not hating on sailor moon as a series. It's just we like, know how Usagi Tsukino is. Yeah. If you've watched sailor moon for five seconds, you know how Usagi is, and you just kind of roll with it. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. So I'm just I'm just watching this and be like, and then my what you know, looking back and what I saw of season two, and I'm like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> be like, all yeah. the Sailor Scouts do everything, and then she comes in and does her little special move and finish them off. <laughs> she actually does a lot of cool stuff in the beginning. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not surprised. I mean, you just barely got through through the introduction of Sailor Mercury, right? So I mean. She begins to hold her own, even though she is still a bit of a scaredy cat. Yeah. There, especially in the beginning. Yeah. There again, I am not digging on anybody who's a Sailor Moon fan at all. Uh, scaredy catness is part of her charm. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to go back, go and watch a few more episodes to figure this out a little more. I'm going to suggest skip, to just go straight to Sailor Moon Crystal because it will go through some of that a lot faster. The first episode will pretty much, it's not shot for shot with the first episode of Sailor Moon, but it's. Fairly quick. So it's fairly similar. So kind of a rebuild of Evangelion one point one one one, but better. But better. Okay. It's more accurate to the manga oh, than okay. the original cartoon, original anime. Is. Don't get me wrong; they're both good. Well, you said shot for shot, and it's literally it's a shot, shot for it, shot. It, <laughs> it is not shot for shot, but I mean, it is moment for moment. Oh, okay. Other than they do some better. Uh, foreshadowing of things i got you of different people okay so yeah I, I watched a little bit of sailor moon to understand a little bit more of stuff i watched years ago and still don't understand and still didn't understand it so well, I, I will i will hopefully it's, get it's get like, into it again it's like coming into the mcu at civil war and wondering who are all these people and oh. why do they hate each other right now? oh no no, no. I've, I've got one better i've got one so much better i, I think i've told the story before but it's worth repeating so You've heard of these people who be like, uh, let's say, Harry Potter and Deathly Owls Part 2. It was the most successful movie of that franchise. So I heard of people who had never read nor watched anything of that those movies and wouldn't watch the final movie because, oh, it's the final movie. I need to go watch this. They have no idea what's going on. Because you don't just go watch the final movie. You have to watch the whole thing. Exactly. So here, here's my story. So a former coworker, uh, former coworker of mine, uh, apparently decided to go to the movies with her friends. What movie did they go watch? Avengers Endgame, which would be the same problem. Uh huh. She had not watched anything of the MCU. She's like, okay, I know him. I know Thor. Who are the rest of these people? She has no idea what's going on, and she was so. I was like, I didn't like it. Why didn't you like it? Because you didn't know anything about it. Of course it. you didn't like it. You came in at the final chapter of a 22-part saga. Yeah. Of course you didn't like it. Of course. It's so, not like you came in at Ant-Man and the Wasp where you really didn't need to know anything right. that happened before, even though it helps. Right. This is literally part two of a movie. Because you should at least watch Infinity War. And Infinity War ain't going to make sense unless you've watched some of the other stuff, too. So Agreed. Anyway. Anyways. 
<laughs> so yeah, it's just it was, the the idea of jumping into a series and the, well, starting off in the second series, second ser- season to understand what this what the progression of a character transforming into this dark lady character what why did that happen and then jumping back into the first season to to start the journey of what that leads into i was like oh, okay so there again i am not trying to dig or downplay anybody who is a sailor moon fan because believe me when i posted that people were like but i love sailor moon sailor moon was my favorite show when i was growing up but you didn't say anything bad about sailor moon exactly i didn't i read that post it's like, you did okay yeah, I understand. So there again, be like, if I, I think the only thing I made fun of you is you called it Inuyasha for some reason. No, I said be like Inuyasha. Anyone? Yeah, it's like I think you've got your animes confused because <laughs> that's Sailor Moon, not Inuyasha. I was what I was referring to when I said that was like, I, it's like I think I made a mis- I think I made a grave mistake, kind of joking. And I said be like, does anybody want to watch Inuyasha instead? You went to the cat show <laughs> instead of the dog show. Yeah, pretty much. Went to the wrong pound. <laughs> not not implying anything, people. <laughs> but either way, oh fun fun aside, fun aside, fun aside. Uh, so yes, the the last thing I want to say is like Sailor Moon. I watch Sailor Moon. <laughs> uh, Dilet says that's good because we do need to move on to the news. That is true. We do need to move on to the news. Thanks, Dilet. All right, so in the news, the only thing I could really find, really, uh, I know um, Enchant- Encanto? Am I saying that right? Dilet says yes, you are. Okay, okay, Encanto. Which is uh, correct. Uh, that is coming to digital very quickly. And that on the way over here, it made me think of when I was a kid when Jurassic Park came out in theaters, and it took a year and a half to come to VHS. Uh, granted, it was the '90s, and technology was a lot slower back then, and so now there we also have, wasn't the expectation that you would have uh, it would have come out in the same year. That is true. That is so true. So, with that said, um, so the only thing I really find was the 2021 box office box office uh, the top tens of the movies coming that were the 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 mm-hmm. met, the blockbusters of the year, right? So, what uh, question to you, Drew? What do you think was the number one film of 2021 overall? Yes. Number one overall. I'm not going to say No Way Home, Spider Man No Way Home, because it didn't have a lot of time to make play, even though it is the best selling film in Sony's history. In what? Less than a month? Mm. So, I mean, it's probably close but i'm not gonna say it's at the very top okay then when do you think it's the top uh good night i have no clue what's at the very top you know what? i'm just gonna go with no way home because i can't think okay. of what else would be up there well you're correct uh spider-man new way home uh has gross when it started in 2020 2021 is a continuous so it counts for 2021 so it's gross right now at uh five hundred and five hundred and seventy five million point six million dollars. That's insane. So then you have Shang Chi, you have Venom, Black good. Widow. That was good. That was good. Uh, F nine. Didn't watch. Eternals. Good. Uh, no. Uh, no time to die. Good. 
Uh, Quiet Place Part 2. Didn't watch because I've not seen the first one. Uh, Free Guy. Didn't watch. Uh, Meant to, but didn't. Yeah. Uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Still ought to, but I haven't done it yet. Yeah. It's already left here, so I mean, I'm just going to wait for right. it. Right now, at this point. Yeah, right now, I saw a friend of mine who's watching on a... I think it was Amazon Prime Video uh-huh. for like $19.99. It was like, that's not I, a bad deal. <laughs> I will wait until I can get it for like... I can rent it for like two ninety nine. <laughs> that is true. So, uh, okay. So going from the live action movies mm-hmm. to the animated slash hybrid films, what do you what do you believe was the highest grossing animated film? The Last Dragon. Uh no. Really? Yeah, it actually came in at sixth. Uh, 54.7 million dollars now mind you now no soul's not on that list because it technically was at the beat no it's not it didn't have a thing and neither could luca be because they all it was a digital (sighs) straight to digital which we all know that annoyance thanks disney (laughs) yeah because pixar wasn't happy about that either no they weren't Uh, the other disney movie that came out was encanto which Mm -hmm. i don't know how well that's done Mm -hmm. uh well, let did me read some. Boss Baby Family Business come out this year? Or did it get pushed? So did Space Jam. Remember that. Space Jam. Oh, that was iffy. And then there was Tom and Jerry. Tom and Jerry. You had uh, uh, the Abs Family 2. Abs Family 2. Yeah, that was okay. Uh, let me think. Uh, the Crude's a New, a new Age. New, yeah, Crude's new, new Legacy. Yeah. I think. No, New Legacy is Space Jam. Yeah, New Legacy. You're mixing these up, I'm man. Mixing them up. Um,. Good night. Do 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 do. Jeopardy's not an animation. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say Space Jam: A New Legacy because there was a lot of uh, a lot of hype going into that. Agreed. Especially if Raya and the Last Dragon is not at number one, which I just feels wrong. Mm-hmm. And I don't think Encanto has had enough. There's not been enough noise about Encanto for it to be up there yet. Mm. Okay. In my opinion, so you're so you're number one. I'm gonna say Space Jam: A New Legacy. Okay, uh, you're close. Space Jam is actually number three. Oh. And Canto is number one. But I've not heard anybody talk about it. That's a weird thing. No one has, but it apparently it did very well in the theaters. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, that that is uh, the last movie on the top. Uh, granted, this is coming from uh, BoxOfficeMojo.com. Uh, the very end of the year. Uh-huh. Uh, the, the last movie was, was, uh, my hero academia world's heroes by Funimation bar film it, film it. Um, nah, Funimation and Toho. Fun, yeah. Funimation. Yeah. Funimation. I wanted, I wanted to say, uh, you wanted to say filmation. I want to say filmation. I heard you wrong. say film. Yes, start saying yes, filmation. Yes, thinking, nope, yes. That's he man. That's different. Yeah. It's different. Mine's different. But this is fun. Animation. Funimation. All right. So yeah, that is all I have for an info stuff. It's funny. Not filmy. Yeah. Anyway, that brings us to the spoiler-free section of our review for Digimon Adventure Try Part 3, Confession. And I'm going to confess right now that part of the reason I will be happy, a minor part of the reason I will be happy when we get past this is we'll have short-named movies again. (laughs) No judgment there because it doesn't affect the quality of the movie, but I am getting tired of the the mouthful and the the long file names. Yeah, they do get a little shorter. Yes, when we get get to uh, uh, season the beginning of season four, it, the names will get shorter. 
You mean episode? I mean, no, because I mean, we still have the next three are still going to be Digimon Adventure, try part, such and such. Yeah. Verb. <laughs> True. Adjective. Adjective. Probably. Random wor- word that if, that is that describes what goes on in the movie. Mm, That's that is that true. Last word is yes, but either way, uh, I was not expecting this one to be the sad movie. Mm. I'll I'll be honest, and it, it's not really too much of a spoiler. I don't think because especially after the end of the last movie, yeah. But I guess I was expect. I, I'm not sure what I was expecting. I expected you know Meku to be you know. That I expected some going into that, and there and that uh, is it Mako. Is that the Mako, the girl's name? Yeah, Mako. Mako would st- would have to be dealing with the the loss, uh, or, or dealing with the fact that Makuman had run away again, and was obviously in some sort of trouble. Right. I knew that was going to happen. That that was probably going to be what was going on. But I just really was not. I was kind of expecting a continuation of the, for lack of a better term, the brightness of the episode two. Right. And that's not what this one is. No. It's still a good movie. Don't get yeah, me wrong. Exactly. It's just, I was, it was a lot of, now this tragedy is happening. And mm. now this tragedy is happening. And it's like, this is interesting and all, and I really do like the what we see, but this is a lot sadder movie mm-hmm. than I was really expecting. I mean, up until this one, I, I could easily say that you could have probably split the movies e- easily enough up into 20 minute chunks to make a TV series out of. And that's kind of the route it was going. This one kind of blows that thought process out of the water because you have six episodes or however many it takes to fill this one up. Right. Uh, of tragedy and despair for, for so long, you're going to have kids tuning out, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, and I suspect it is not going to, it, it's, I suspect it's going to brighten up here in a bit. Hopefully. Uh, cause it kind of looked like there at the end, we were heading at least back to different things. Although yeah. there were some nice reveals, but I also still suspect it's like, well, we're still going to deal with the fact that this is a tale about actually growing up into adults. Yeah, possibly. Unlike the other two Digimon adventures, which was still, Growing up, but only growing up to being kids or growing up to being teenagers. This is mm. growing into being adults, yeah. which deals a lot with responsibility, which is a lot of what we've de- seen in this. Thing, yeah, so agree. Them coming to the responsibility that they have with all this, yeah, and dealing with those responsibilities. This is dealing with the tragedy that comes with you try to get. I'm trying to say all this without spoiling anything, but yeah, this is this episode is definitely dealing more with the tragedies of of having of dealing with the tragedies of life of the things you don't want to have to do, but you still have to. Yeah, because and the reason you're doing it is not because it's you're being forced to; it's because there really is no other choice that you can see. You're having to do the hard thing. That yeah. is the thing about this movie is it is it, it is a lot more somber. I yeah. mean. The other two movies, they start off with Digimon are back again for the English version. Yeah. This one doesn't. No, it doesn't. And I thought that, and that threw me off when I first plugged it in, because, you know, you get to the main menu on the Blu-ray and you hear the, do, 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 do. It's Digitime again. Yeah. Okay, someone... cool. We're get, it's, this is going to be where it is. And the movie starts and you see the little things like, where's the music? 
Where's the music? Mm-hmm. There's no music because this is sad times. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, I, I don't get me wrong. I enjoyed the movie. It's, right. It's still making me look forward to where this uh, is going. Yeah. Especially with the ending. Um, and we did get a lot of interest, nice, uh, more plot threads. Some plot threads filled in. Some plot threads, I suspect, were not at, were red herrings that mm-hmm. were filled in. Especially with that one reveal at the end. Um, right. And uh, I'm curious where this is going to go. Yeah. So, yeah. That's mm. my spoiler-free thoughts as best as I can say them. Yeah. Uh, I would definitely say this is a very somber film. It's very much of... It's coming off the repercussions of what happened in the end of 2. Yeah, 2. Yeah, we're in yeah, 2. Yeah, we're on movie three, three. three. We're on movie three. For some reason, I get these mixed up in order where they are. But uh, so yeah, we're moving. You're not from, used to dealing with a six-part movie split into six movies. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of what this is. It is. It is. Um, it's so definitely a twelve-hour movie. Yeah, it's definitely a twelve-hour movie. So this. You know, it's very somber. It's it's a lot more lower key. You're dealing with, you know, like I said before, the repercussions of what happened in two, the betrayal of happening in two, mm-hmm. and it's the you have heartbreak and you have oh my gosh the the be like crush your soul like a grape. Uh, if your moment. soul wasn't already kind of shrunk from another thing you watched or played, yeah. That is I true. will admit, like I can tell what this is supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. but I'm not feeling it right now, and it's not the movie's fault. Yeah, because the 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 way they betray the, those scenes in particular, the the characters I'm referring to, and I'll get that in my likes or later on, but just that so much of you know, it's the character willing to do this in order to be like, be like, you need to do this in order to protect everything, and it's very much the characters who that character was early on in the ser- early on in the original series. And it was just, it was just so gripping watching that. And then you go much later on and be like, you're still dealing with the grief and you get confession. And, uh, there's something I really wish they would have done more in this film, but I'll get that with my dislikes. Uh, but overall I enjoyed it. It was tremendous. It was, it was tremendously sad, mm-hmm. but had tremendous payoffs. So we, we get back, we go back to a place we were in uh, another series. Yes. So I am curious though, since we have hit the tragic uh, part of the tale at movie three, mm-hmm. how much lighter in tone is the rest of the story going to be? Cause I um, mean, you, I mean, you could do another tragic thing right after this, but I don't think that would work with the way the story was looking. But I suspect we're at, we now that we've hit the the low point, which you're usually supposed to do at the beginning of Act Three, not the beginning yeah. of Act Two. Yeah, because uh, we are. This is the beginning of Act Two. I'm curious: Are we going? To, is there a much darker thing coming up between at at the beginning of Episode Five that we're going to have to deal with? I don't know. Or is this, are we is, are we in the rising up and taking out and all the stuff? I mean, I assume at some point we're going to have to explain you know some of the other mysteries that we saw from yeah. the very beginning of the series. 
and that's will be interesting to discover that which I, we still don't know at this point. I d- I do know uh, having followed this movie when it was when it was uh, releasing, and I know in I think it's part five, and I'm I'm looking forward to that. What happens in part five is like oh crap, this is going to be good, but. Oh man, I feel bad for those characters. <laughs> yeah, but either way, we'll get there when we get there, like in a show we used to do. Uh-huh. Um, so, other than that, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm definitely. This was a great film. Definitely good setup. Definitely kind of put you know put the brakes on a little bit to deal with more of the uh, instead of dealing with you know characters, the character dramas. You're dealing with the situational dramas, and it's very well done. Unlike like you would have. Uh, I was talking to someone today about, they were talking about, uh, be like, oh, it needs more drama. And it's like, well, there's a thing of putting too much drama into a show. Yeah. And making it overhype of drama. Or you take something like this, you deal with a tragedy and how much drama comes out of that. How much yes. tragedy comes out of it. And so not this filler, let's hype, let's uh, over Cassandra everything to make it the the most drama it can be and give the story more down to earth and you're dealing with everything that happened and everything that's going to happen uh-huh. in the movie. Yeah, this this movie is so just it's good in a sad way. Yeah. I I agree with you. Uh Dila says we are sl- uh, getting definitely closer to uh, spoiler territory as much as we've already talked about this. So we do need to go ahead and jump yes, into the spoilers. Uh, join us on the other side of the bumpers and we will get to doing just that. Don't forget that you can download... Download? Don't forget that you can't... Hang on. Don't forget that you can... Listen to us record the podcast live every Tuesday over on our Facebook page, The Cellcast, our uh, Twitch channel, The Cellcast Gaming, and on YouTube at Cellcast. Also, don't forget to join our Patreon if you would like to support us monetarily. At $1, you'll get our everlasting thanks. At, at our $5 tier, you can get some artwork from Jacob. And at our $10 tier, you can get bloopers for every for, for every episode we've released that I've remembered to release them for. And you can get commentaries from different movies, so come check us out over there if you would like to support us financially. Each week on Stunning and Brave, hosts Chris Cowan of the Babylon Bee and Nate Henderson of Some Boring Budgeting Job confess their privilege, spotlight stunning social media posts, and fabricate outrage, all while keeping you super woke and enlightened. They will make you laugh. That's right. You have no choice. Check out Stunning and Brave at stunningandbrave.net. Do you like Star Wars? I don't just mean the original trilogy. Along with that, I mean the prequels, the sequels, the anthologies, the animated shows, and of course, (laughs) who doesn't like Baby Yoda? Well, if you've been in the fandom for any length of time, you know how toxic the fandom can get. And if you'd like to be able to discuss a galaxy far, far away in a much more positive light, might I suggest searching out The Outer Rim, a Facebook group dedicated to all Star Wars, and check out their YouTube channel, which you can easily find at Pop Americana, which the podcast you're currently listening to is also a part of. To find that and more, check out the link in the description. 
The following is a spoiler-filled review for Digimon Adventure Try Part 3 Confession. If you don't want to be spoiled, you should turn us off now. Digimon Digital Monsters, Digimon are the champions. Okay. Uh, much like last week, I am not listing every single person in this cast. Thank you. Because we will be here all stinking day. I only put in the ones where there were major changes to who people were voicing. Right. So there are some names, names we have listed before in here, mm-hmm. but there are voicing more people in this episode. I so. gotcha. Anyway. Directed, of course, by Keitaro Montanoga, who has directed this whole thing. Mm-hmm. It didn't list any writers other than the creator of Digimon, uh, which was Akiyoshi Hongo. Hmm. Getting into the cast, I jumped straight to Kate Higgins, who is the voice of Gatomon, Anjawomon, Niaromon, Meikumon, Maycrackmon Vicious Mode. Ah. And she was also the voice, bringing it back to your uh, what you watched this week, Amy Mazuno, a.k.a. Sailor Mercury, ah. in the Viz Media dub of Sailor Moon. Ah. She's also Tails in Sonic Colors. Oh, okay. Jeff Nimoy, who was the voice of Tentamon, Kabuterimon, Mega Kabuterimon, Hercules Kabuterimon, and Dark Genai. I'm just going to go ahead and say his name now. Okay, Dark Genai. Yeah. Or Genai. And he played Nicholas D. Wolfwood again in uh, Trigun. All right. Colleen O'Shaughnessy was the voice of Sora Takanochi and Mrs. Mochizuki, which hmm. was uh, Mako's mom. And uh, in, she is the voice of Tails in the movies Sonic the Hedgehog 1 and 2. Hmm. Tara Sands was the voice of Kari Kamiya, Homeostasis, and the news reporter. Hmm. And in the anime Yu-Gi-Oh, the English version, of course, she was the voice of Mokuba. Huh. The uh, little brother of Seto Kaiba and his three blue eyes white dragons. You have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, vaguely. Because I'm just saying all these words and you're like, oh, that's that guy. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that guy. That's I'm just messing with you, dude. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh! Another series I don't know about. <laughs> he played Dr. Crawdaddy in Spider-Ham, Caught in a Ham. Say what? <laughs> you know, the short, the Spider-Ham short on the DV, on the Blu-ray of Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. The Spider-Verse? Yeah. He played Dr. Crawdaddy, the villain. Oh, that okay. That Spider-Ham fought. Okay. I know, I, yeah, I just jumped ahead because I was supposed to say Aaron Laplante who played Professor Mochizuki, also played Dr. Crawdaddy in Spider-Hand uh, Caught in a Ham. I gotcha. Paul St. Peter was the voice of Alphamon and an IAA agent. Hmm. And in the Bang Zoom dub of Dragon Ball Super, a.k.a. the Canadian dub, which is different from the American dub. Really? Yeah. He is the voice of Sorbet. Sorbet? Sorbet. Who is Sorbet? One of Frieza's minions. Oh, Okay. I was like, sorbet sounds like a ice cream. Yes, it is. Okay. You do know all the Dragon Ball Z Yeah, it's paid off food. are puns. Yeah, they're puns off foods. And all, everyone in Frieza's employees, are, are she's free, a free, since the name is Frieza, Freezer, yeah. are things that you would find in, in a, a freezer. freezer. So, yeah, I, I gathered. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a nice it, play on words. It's a nice 
I don't know how Kira Toriyama did it. It's actually brilliant the way he handles all that, but it's also ridiculous. Uh-huh. So instead of Kingdom Hearts connections really this time, because a lot of these would have been repeats, mm-hmm. I changed it up. Oh. It is still a, a, a property, that a game, actually, that stars Sora in oh. it. But oh. it's not Kingdom Hearts. Oh. I did Smash Brothers connections this week. Okay, okay. Okay, so we got Charmy Lee as Biomon, Yokomon, and Maki Himikawa in Digimon. She plays the character of Makoto Nijima and Queen from Persona 5 in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Oh, uh, okay. Johnny Young Bosch was the voice of TK Takashi. Mm-hmm. He was the voice of Zero from Mega Man X in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Really? Kate Higgins, who I mentioned was Gatomon and Jawomon. Niaromon, Mekumon, Maycrackmon, Vicious Mode, is the performer of Jump Up Superstar from Super Mario Odyssey. Really? Which plays on the Super Mario Odyssey stage in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. That one actually took me a while because I couldn't find it at first, and I kept, mm. just kept going through it, and I finally found it. Um, Kirk Thornton was the, vo- the voice of Gabumon and Garurumon, is the voice of Shadow the Hedgehog. In Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Of course, the first game he appeared in was Sonic Adventure 2, but I believe this is the ver- voice that started in the game Shadow the Hedgehog. Mm. The one where he has a gun and cusses. Mm. Because they were going for that E10 rating. Yeah. Kyle Hebert, who was the voice of Greymon, Metal Greymon, and War Greymon, is the voice of Ryu from Street Fighter in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. On the Japanese side of things, Daisuke Namikawa, who is the voice of Daigo Nishijima, yeah. is the voice of Lucario and Mimikyu from Pokemon in Super mm-hmm. Smash Bros. Ultimate. Takahiro Sakurai, who was the voice of Tentamon, Kabuterimon, Mega Kabuterimon, Hercules Kabuterimon, is also the voice of Cloud Strife in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Okay, interesting. And that's in both versions, because they did not translate Cloud or Sephiroth for the Americas, for some reason. Hmm. I never understood why, but that was the rule. And Yoshimasa Hosoya, who is the voice of Yamato Ishida. Mm -hmm. You know who Yamato Ishida is? No. That's Matt. Oh, of course. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) I I forgot his name was Yamato. 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 It's actually Yamato in the English version, but they only call him Matt. Yeah. Uh, he is the voice of the male version of Robin from Fire Emblem Awakening in Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Mm. Which brings us to info and stuff, my good friend. All right, so info and stuff. So info and stuff. Come on, don't do that to me again. This thing has a mind of its own. It's like it's like Deedlet's getting to my pad now. She says she certainly is not. Okay, then. She doesn't know. She she stays off the Wi-Fi because she recognizes that even being on my computer is a bit of an annoyance, even though she can't really uh, disconnect herself right now. Okay. Okay. All right. Info and stuff. Uh, IMDb has a score of seven point five out of ten. Uh, is released there again. If you want the full info, go back to our first episode, Digimon Adventure Try Reunion, where you get all the information. Where. Um, Production, distribution, all that great stuff. You can go check it out over there. Uh, so uh, this movie, uh, the third film, Confession, was released in Japan on September 24, 2016, and North America 
on on July first, two thousand seventeen. Uh, it was released in Austria, Germany, in August thirteenth, two thousand seventeen. Uh, it was released on DVD and Blu-ray in Japan in November second, two thousand sixteen. Uh, Germany in October thirtieth, two thousand seventeen, and the U.S. in December fifth, two thousand seventeen, in the U.K. in December eighteenth, December eighteenth, two thousand seventeen. And Australia in March 7th, 2018. Uh, confession premiered at Anime Expo, screening uh, on July 1st, 2017, and October 30, October 36th, 2017. Shop Factory uh, confirmed the release of the film in 2018. So that is all I have for info and stuff. Okay. Getting into the summary. Summarize this thing for us. While Mako remains traumatized by Mei Kuman's betrayal. Well, she, did she really betray or did she just kind of go nuts? I think it came out of left field. <laughs> I think it did too. Uh, kind of a betrayal. Izzy kind of. becomes irritable as he obsessively tries to determine what caused Mei Kuman to become infected. Meanwhile, as malfunctions begin to disrupt airlines, Himikawa and Nishijima tell Matt about their investigation, but do not disclose that Mei Kuman is causing the malfunctions and that other Digidestined have gone missing. Later, TK discovers something amiss with Patamon when he briefly acts violent and bites him. He got digi-rabies. Yeah, he got digi-rabies. Pretty much. Uh, TK decides to take his partner home, prompting the other Digi-Destined to do the same. TK eventually confesses to Mako that Patamon is infected. Unbeknownst to TK, Patamon is already aware of this and tearfully asks TK to stop him should mm. the worst happen. Good scene. The next day, as Patamon informs the other Digimon about his infection, Kari becomes possessed by homeostasis, who cryptically warns them that the infected Digimon could potentially destroy both the real and digital worlds unless a great sacrifice is made. Having overheard them, Himikawa concludes that homeostasis might trigger a reboot to reset the digital world the next time Meikumon appears, in order to stop the infection. After Gautamon tells the others that this reboot would also cause them to lose all their memories, the Digimon prepare for the worst and spend precious time with their partners during which Agumon tells Tai about the reboot Izzy discovers that the distortions are the result of the of the binary code being overwritten by a different language and comes up with a plan after Tentamon informs him of the reboot mm. when Meikumon appears at the Tokyo International Exhibition Center the Digidescent attempt to keep her out of the real world and trap her in a digital distortion Meikumon responds by digivolving into Meikrakmon. Despite TK's attempts to stop him, Patamon digivolves to become Angemon and enters the fray, but is overcome by his infection, which soon spreads to the other Digimon. When the countdown for the reboot begins, Izzy reveals his countermeasure before the clock strikes zero. The partner Digimon must be placed inside a field containing their backup data in order to preserve their memories. As Tentamon struggles with helping the others while fighting off his own infection, he digivolves into... Hercules Kabuterimon, captures May Crackmon, and snaps the Digimon out of their infection before using all his strength to push them back into the distortion before the reboot occurs. One week later, Mako tells TK the infection originated six years ago from Meikumon. Using the power of the crest, their crest, the Digidestin travel to the rebooted digital world where they briefly encounter Alphamon fighting Jessmon. They soon reunite with their partner Digimon, who warily befriend them despite having lost their memories. Nearby, Himikawa confronts the Digimon Emperor, who is revealed to resemble Genai, but with a black outfit. 
May Kumon is seen hiding behind a bush, still possessing her memories of Mako. Mm-hmm. That is the summary. Yeah. There is no trivia this week, because the only trivia I found, I saved for our trivia question. All right. So, I'm going to start off with one of the things that I liked okay. about this film. Yeah. This is a hard film to watch, even though I was kind of already uh, freshly calloused from mm-hmm. another exp- another uh, from 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 playing Final Fantasy fourteen this week. Right. Uh, this is actually there was a lot of this that was actually tough to watch. I, I'm not. I did not was not uh, affected as much as you know they wanted. Like I said, I had already been freshly calloused, mm-hmm. but um, it's. I still like that they. Took the time to tell this serious part of the story, because as much as this is made for the adult fans of Digimon, yeah, this is still a kids show. Right, this is still designed to a lot in such a way that kids can watch this along with their you know adult the adult their parents who saw the original show as when as a kid. Yeah, the adult fans and want and want to share this. Mm-hmm. I, and I like that aspect of it. But they this movie they while there is still some lighter moments. We do get this dark, over overarching dark mm-hmm. theme across the entire movie. Yeah, that while yes, it is hard to watch as not as a someone who is you know at least gotten an, enough invested from these characters from the other two movies. Mm. It's I, they did not have to go this dark, and like I said earlier in the spoiler free section, there is no way they could have done a whole arc of this if this were a te- television show. There's no way that would have happened. This only works because it's a movie. The fact that there's what? like th- These movies were not all released like one right after each other. They were like at least a couple months in between each release, I believe. Right. And they were allowed people to sit on this mm-hmm. at least for a couple months before having to deal with, okay, here's we're going to move on, and hopefully we get to a, a... I'm saying hopefully we get a lighter story next time, because I don't like to stay down in the dumps too long. Right. The, I'm, this one does kind of keep us down there for a while, but I appreciate that they, they respected their audience enough to mm-hmm. do the sadder story before we go into the next part. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. My first, my first like is that we actually get a sad story... And what is essentially a kid's cartoon. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, my first like would definitely be the, the, the very tender scene between uh, TK and Patamon. Mm-hmm. And the, the, the thing that got me was the fact that like, you have Johnny Young Bosch and the voice actors who played uh, Patamon, which was uh, Laura, yeah, Laura Summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, just killed it! Oh my gosh! Yeah, it'd be like you, you have it'd be like it's you know obviously uh, Laura Summer played the original Patamon, but they have Johnny Mon Bosch who is playing TK in this movie, and because you can't have the original TK voice this version anymore. I mean, he, I think a, a young lady played TK in the original. Yeah, they actually tried to get her to do it, but the, apparently yeah. they they didn't want her to do it, or she didn't want to do it, and it. I don't know if that would have worked with him being, you know, older now. Yeah, but at the same, at the same time, but like watching an interview over this, uh, apparently she wanted to do it, but the the studio didn't want her to do it. Re- that's weird. Yeah, it's weird. Maybe they were thinking the same thing about, you know, being older character. They wanted 
they wanted it to be played by a male, so they have a deeper voice. I don't know. I'm guessing here. Yeah, I, I think I, I made a mistake when I said that. I think it was she wanted to do it, but she had prior obligations. She couldn't do the role. I think that's what it was. That could be possible, too. Yeah. So this this scene where if if you watched if you watched anything Digimon prior to this, definitely with season one, you have that TK lost Patamon when they when they defeated um what's his name? Crap. Either way, they they defeated they Devimon. Yeah, Devimon. They they just kind of guessed. Yeah, they defeated Devimon. because uh, uh Angemon sacrificed himself and then he became an egg again. Yeah. So you have the first time we saw Angemon, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it's the first time you see him. And so you get that arc, and then you go into season two, where TK is well, arc quote, two, not season two. Yeah, season two. You get into season two. The season or you're you're talking about with the the second Digi Destined group. Yes. That they're in. Okay, sorry, yeah. sorry, 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 yeah, sorry. Digimon season two or zero I, two. I jumped ahead because I was thinking you were going into the stuff that happened immediately after Angemon sacrificing himself. But that's not where you were going. So. No, sorry. No, no, sorry, no. sorry, 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 sorry. No, because TK in season two is he's so concerned about Patamon mm-hmm. because he knew what happened late, you know, in the first season because he remembers it. So more often than not in episodes where you have TK, he's worried about Patamon. So in this one, they they follow that up with um you know TK realizing something's wrong with Patamon. Mm-hmm. So he brings Patamon home with him. And you get this very heart to heart moment where Patamon is being Patamon and he's um, uh, being honest and be like, hey, be like, hey, this is okay. Be like, hey, if 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 I go bad, you're going to take me down. Be yeah. like, it's going to be okay. And it's just like, be like, my, my heart went thump. I was like, oh, jeez. And just keep okay, cranking it, it. It may be okay, but it shouldn't have to be okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like Padman's, you know, his total, it's like, it's okay. Be like, if I go bad, you guys need to take me out. It'd be perfectly fine because I'm family. Yeah. And it's just like, ow, Padman, stop, stop hitting my heart. Ow, this hurts. And it's just like that, that performance was so right on, spot on about everything in that entire, from, from start to finish, definitely when you get Patamon, she go, you know, he goes, uh, gets a bit of Digimon. Um, what did you say earlier? Oh, um, Digi rabies. Yeah, I got Digi rabies, as you, you called it earlier. They never, they never gave this thing a name. No, they didn't. They just, they just kept it. A, they made it a virus. But uh, yeah, he got Digi, um, Digi rabies, and so like that entire thing was just like incredible between these two characters. And uh, you, it'd be like, if you know the history of these two characters, and it's like, wow, this is really good. And um, I was just like, man, this is good. This is really, 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 very well told to, uh, storytelling. And there again, Digimon is not the biggest series on the planet because there again, it got eclipsed by Pokemon. Because I mean, just, in Digimon's defense, it. It did not have a best-selling game to promote it. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. It did the best it could under the circumstances. Yeah. What? What? I mean, it, it's it's like saying, "Gosh darn it, uh, Animaniacs couldn't survive Mickey Mouse." True. Or something. I kind yeah, of think true. of something. But either way, either way. So I just I thoroughly enjoy these two characters. The the arc in which these two have gone through and progressed into or digivolved into. 
uh, has been very memorable. And so I'm, I was very like, wow, they went that far with it. And it's like, wow, the, the idea that Patamon's totally fine. If he goes dark, it'd be like, if he, if he becomes, uh, succumbs to the virus, he's totally fine with his friends taking him out mm-hmm. because he, he wants his family to be okay. And I was just like, be like, there was a moment there. I'd be like, I'm going to cry watching this, watching this little orange puff ball, you know, talk about sacrificing himself in order to save his friends. And I was like, wow, that's incredible. You, you got moved by a little Digimon. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, this, that, that scene, that whole, that whole there again, when he's talking to the other Digimon and his explanation, what's going on, be like calmly, rationally, not just be like frantic. Oh my gosh, I'm going to do this calmly character. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow, chops on character writing and depth. Wow. So yeah, it's my number one. What's yours? My number two, like in this, is the fact that Mimi was right. Okay. You know what I'm referring to? Enlighten me. At the end of the last one, at okay. the festival, yeah. Mimi had designed these... Uh, outfits, yeah. Outfits, these... Uh, the daters' uh, cheerleader outfits. Yes. But she could only... But the other girls, besides Mako and mm. her... Did not want to wear them. Yeah. Well, what's this thing start with? The girls say, man, we should have wore those those things Mimi designed. That yeah. would have been fun. Oh, yeah, I mm. guess we'll do that next year. Yeah. It's like, you jerks. <laughs> <laughs> you own, I, I recognize the reason this was done was because Mimi needed to get over the fact that she was, you know, narcissistic. Yeah. Because that's part of her story. Mm-hmm. And they, I like that they covered that. But they should have, if you're going to do the next if you're going to do that, you don't say next episode. You shouldn't say, I, 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 I like it and I don't like it is the weird oh, thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's kind of a double to it. I, I like that she gets she she was right, mm-hmm. that she actually knew what was going to sell, and the other girls did not realize that until they until after the festival. Okay. But to some degree, it's like, you could have left this part out and I would not have, it, it would not mess with me any. <laughs> yeah. But I like that they concluded this. Like, yeah, Mimi was right. Y'all, sh- I'm not saying this in any strange way. It's just like, yeah, y'all should have just you, you should have believed in the girl who obviously knows fashion. Yeah, and not just you know be jerks about it. But like I said, I understand why they did that for that episode, which is why I liked it. Yeah, it's just now it's like, okay, yeah, you girls are just jerks, pretty much, pretty much. But yeah, that's my second like. All Mimi right, was right. Mimi was right. Uh, so going to my second, my second like. Uh, my second like would actually be the explanation of the reboot, the the reboot and uh, Kari being possessed by a server, a server somewhere. Yeah, pretty much. That I, I want. I want more explanation on homeostasis. To be honest, yeah, because that I get the feeling if once we understand the explanation on what homeostasis is. Actually explains how this digi, digi, digital world thing actually works. Well, they actually do. They actually, I know it's been explained. Yeah, they, but it's never been explained to to my liking. Yeah, they 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 arken back to it when season one because Kari did the exact same thing in season one, and they're like, oh, she's the special or something like that kind of thing, and she's being used as a uh, a voice box 
for a, a being. They never explain who it is, but homeostasis apparently is that character. Mm-hmm. So I, I like I like that part because okay, they arcing back to the first se- the uh, season one of Digimon or Digimon Adventure. Yeah. And I thoroughly enjoyed that. I thoroughly enjoyed that. The the fact that um, they're like the the idea there, a sacrifice has to be made. This idea that they can reboot everything, they can reboot the digital world in order to protect the real world. Yeah. Because if um, Mekumon comes into the, comes into the real world, can start the reboot, and if it starts, it can basically erase everything. Mm-hmm. If Mekumon is not shut back into the digital world. And I, I love that the fact to be like the Digimon, you know, are aware of this, even though they are, you know, being, you know, corrupted by the virus. You know, there is the the moment where cop, you know, um, Hercules Kabuterimon, uh snaps him out of it for the moment, and they all push, yeah, uh, uh, Mekumon or what is her, Mekrakmon, uh, Mekrakmon, uh, back into the digital world. And willingly sacrifice their own memories in order to save their friends. And I was like, bravo. Mm -hmm. Amazing. There again, amazing storytelling. Like over and over again with this, this, uh, this movie friend, this movie series is just incredible. Like, whoa. Okay. That's cool. All right. So yeah, that's my number two. What is your number three? My number three is one scene in particular. Okay. Because here's the thing. You know as well as I do that at watching Digimon, you like all the care, all the all the Digidestined. Oh yeah. But I'm going to be honest with you. The, the last two movies, I was sitting there going, "I know I used to like Matt, <laughs> but I can't tell you at the moment why I liked Matt. He's one of those characters who's so, too cool to be worth hanging around. Right. He's very annoying in his coolness here, not because he's you know." Putting it in everyone's face, but he's just very like, well, and, and he's in he's in Ty's face so much in that first movie, yeah. About we've got to do this, and he's not really paying attention to the fact that Ty is having to deal with the fact that, or Ty is dealing with the fact that he's now not sure if doing this is the right thing because of all the destruction that's occurring. Uh you know, in the in the abandoned warehouse district of the digital of, of the of Tokyo, yeah, or wherever this is taking place. I think it's Tokyo. Because I think I recognize the uh, place where they went into the digital world at. Yeah. From, ironically, Super Sentai. Uh, <laughs> but uh, the scene in particular is when uh, oh, Gabumon. Yeah, Gabumon. Gabumon. So yeah, I, my brain farted again. Gabumon walks in on Matt while he's practicing and just asks him, or he's just talking generally and says, Hey Matt, could you play something on the harmonica? Yeah, that was touching. Oh my gosh. And at first, uh, Matt says, you know, I'm practicing. Says, no, that's fine. And he's just fine listening to it. And then finally, Matt realizes, gets, gets frustrated, some, realizes something is uh, not right. And yeah. I need to be here for, for Gabumon mm-hmm. and sets his, sets his guitar down. Yeah. And picks up the harmonica. And yeah, he's just, Essentially needling on the harmonica, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Or noodling on the harmonica, that's yeah. the word. But it's like, a part of that just hit me. It's like, okay, I remember why I like you. Because, yeah, you are too cool for school. Mm-hmm. 
But underneath that, and not very far underneath that, you are as much of a dork as anybody else. In this. Oh, yeah. And you really very do care so. for all these people. It's <laughs> very easy to forget this sometimes because yeah. of how, you know, focused he gets on mm-hmm. stuff. But at the end of the day, even though he knows he needs to practice on his guitar and he really should focus on that, he knows that. Yeah. Especially since he's got to play the... Uh, he plays his band is the one playing in the outro song for this movie. Mm-hmm. I found I figured it out. Really? Yeah, it's it's actually credited to uh, Knife of Day. Oh. As the song is. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I know he's got to practice for the for the credits of this movie. Right. But um, <clears throat> he knows like, yeah, I need to practice, but something's got Gabumon. Something's got Gabumon distressed, and he asked me for this. Yeah. So I'm going to do the front not, It's not going to hurt me to do it. So he pulls out and he just plays and it's like, oh, I remember why I like you. Because mm-hmm. for a while there, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, Matt, Matt's one of those characters be like, he, you, you, you know he cares, but he does, he's, yeah. you know, too, he's too cool for school to, you know, to show it. And, and the thing is, is normally I think the way it showed in the show for me mm-hmm. was how he dealt with TK. Yeah. But he and TK have not done much together this series. Yeah. In, in, throughout either any a try so far, yeah. Except even for, this one where he's de- where TK is going through this hard stuff with Patamon, they don't really have that many scenes together. Yeah. So, him showing this care and love for Gabumon yeah. is like, okay, I remember why I like you. And then of course they go through all the other scenes. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I see what you're doing. I see you're trying to make me feel bad, or not fat, but you're trying to make me. Have me feel the despair by showing these last happy moments for these characters, mm-hmm. as far as the Digimon are concerned. Yeah, because they know they're about to have to leave mm-hmm. in order to to save them. And I'm still sitting there going, "Agumon, shut up! You're just you're causing more issues by telling Ty about everything. And besides, you're more worried about eating than actually keeping up with what was going on. So you probably aren't even going to explain it right because <laughs> you're Agumon, right? <laughs> uh, but it's like. But it starts off with that scene with with Matt and Gabumon. It's like, okay, I remember why I like you now. Yeah, uh, kind of like a side tangent on that 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 whole point where all the Digimon are trying to get in those last minutes, those last times with their partners. Uh, the one that kind of got me a little bit more was more like when um, when Kari and Gatomon, because they're going to the mall because that's you know what. You know, some people do. They go to the yeah. mall, and Gatomon is just so insistent about, you know, "Hey, let's take a picture. Hey, let's do this," because she wants to have those moments, yeah. those memories. Hey, let's get an ice cream. Yeah, let's get an ice cream, something like that. And that—that that, the fact she's supposed to be pretending to be a stuffed doll, and stuffed dolls can't eat ice cream, cream. but whatever. Well, she's a cat. It's a, it's a precious moment anyway. Yeah, exactly. I just, I, I found that very very sweet because you you could, you could tell, be like the the way they animated Gatomon. She's. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, being Gatomon, but not she's. Yeah. There was that that sense of urgency. We got to do this. We got to do this. We got to do this. And it's like Car is like, okay. I'd be like, I don't quite get what's going on, but because of the Digimon, Gatomon is the only one who actually knows what it's like to lose. Yeah, exactly. Because she lost what Wizardmon. Yeah, what lost Wizardmon. And this is one of those few because that's the thing. Yeah. Up until when when Gatomon is technically a villain. Yeah. In in the original show. She's fairly mature for who she is. Yeah, exactly. For, especially when you consider where she, when she gets to be, you know, like the rest of the digi, digi the digi, the digi, Digimon, Digi Destin, yeah. whatever the term is. Yeah, 
and she gets to be more, you know, fun loving. This is, we got a quick return to her more serious side. Yeah. But she's doing her best not to show that she's being serious. Yeah. And, and trying not she to does, scare Kari. Cause she doesn't want to scare Kari. Yeah. But we're still getting this. Yeah. This is, we got to do all this stuff because we got to have fun and we only have a short amount of time and I'm doing my best not to make, not to let you see the fact that I know what's happening and what's going to happen. Yeah. But I still know and I can, and you know, it's just, Sorry, I jumped no, in on your. No, no, you're good. You're good. Be like good, good points. Yeah, just, she's the only one who really knows what it's like to lose because she's the only one yeah. who suffered. Agreed. Of the Digimon, she's the only one that really suffered. Yeah, agreed. They're the, what the other Digimon are going through right now for the first time. Yeah, is the fact that they're going to lose their friends and they know they have to sacrifice, and that's very hard for them knowing that they're going to have, they're going to lose all their memories. Yeah. And also kind of going back to my first point of like TK, TK lost Patamon. Yeah. You know, even though but, it was maybe brief, but they lost each other. But so, Patamon didn't lose TK. No, no TK lost him. But that, but that was a moment of courage for yeah, Patamon. Patamon exactly. didn't have time to feel lost. No. In that instance, because he went from Patamon to Angemon. Mm-hmm. He went and fought Devimon. Mm-hmm. And the next, and it's literally like, I think what the last, 15, 10 minutes of the, of the episode when yeah. that happens. He doesn't have time because he's going in there and doing the fight. Right. He may, if he experienced anything, he had to push it down in order to give the courage to go fight Devimon. Yeah. So he doesn't really, really remember the feeling of loss yeah. that TK remembers. Yeah. But I do like how you pointed out that TK was one of the ones who knows that loss probably yeah. better than anybody yeah, else. And that's loss. why he's one of the main focuses of the story because he's actually going to lose Patamon again. Yeah. And this time he, he Patamon's not going to remember him. Yeah. That this. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, man. This is hard. Movie. I jumped in on you. This again. is hard I be mean, like, yeah, no, don't. Yeah, yeah. Good points. Good points. Yeah. This is a hard movie to watch. Definitely. If you're a fan of the show, like I am, and it's like, Oh geez, turn the knife on me. Eesh. Like I said, I, and that's the thing you're, you're saying on this, this was hard for you to watch. It was hard for me to watch, but I was still freshly callous. Yeah, that is true. From from having my heart having my heart drugged through the mud. Yeah. Uh, uh, at the end of Final Fantasy fourteen Endwalker, yeah. and having to deal with that much despair, and me and me having to say, "Will somebody please hug this girl right now?" <laughs> she may be. I may have to fight her in a couple minutes, but if this would all be saved, if one of you would just go hug her. Sorry, I might have a few pent up thoughts yeah <laughs> understood but been there done that but uh even with th- that fresh callousness this still affected me i guess in ways i didn't realize until yeah. we started talking yeah i go oh yeah this, they actually put a lot of thought into this uh-huh this is i can't imagine what this would be like for a 12 year old to watch yeah and actually have to work through the feelings that mm-hmm. this is actually drug because that's out. what digimon does well it does incredibly well is you get these deep character moments where you know characters willingly take make sacrifices mm-hmm. in order for their partner to live on, and I just I find that very touching. And you have these great character moments, great character arts. That's what I love about Digimon. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. All right. So the end of your likes? Uh, no, actually, my third like okay is the uh, the return to the digital world is where they've they've. There again, remind me uh, very briefly 
on how they were turned to digital world because they're trying to figure it out in the yeah. the the the, the, the super, black D3. Yeah, a black D3. It's like, where in the world did you get that? Did you get it from Ken? Well, that he's the one who had the black D3. Yeah, that's true. I double checked it because I was curious myself. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I said like in episode and, two, like why 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 did uh Meku's Digivice go black? Only one place that happens. <laughs> But either way, but either way, it's just like that, like they get back to the digital world and they just so happen to run into their Digimon. And that, that's just like that scene where they, they run into each other and it's just like, oh crap, they don't remember. And it's just like, you know, they like, uh, like each character goes up to their own character, their own Digimon. And it's like, who are you? And it's like, ow, like this really affected everything. It's like especially when those Digimon were looking forward to them at the, and, and at the beginning of Digimon Adventure One. Yeah, because they knew who all they were, who they were all were. Yeah, and it was the kids who were confused. Yeah, now it's everything's it's flipped. Re- and reversed. It's reversed. They they the kids know who they are, but the Digimon don't. Yeah, except for Mekumon, <laughs> who's didn't turn back into whatever the earliest form is. Baby form. Think. Baby form. Baby form. She's still Meku. She's still Meku. But at least Interesting. She's, but at least she doesn't look as infected as she was before. That is true. So that'll be interesting to see where that goes. Yeah, because the infection apparently went away when they rebooted. We hope. We hope. I'm I'm have I have my suspicions it isn't. It's, well, it's, considering there's three more episodes, either the infection went away and or it's something much or something darker. worse is coming mm-hmm. and we'll have to explain where the infection came from and uh-huh. behind it all i'm assuming it's dark genai i have my theories we'll see yeah all right dislikes dislikes because i have one that's bugged me ever since i saw the scene okay so one that i you know came to mind okay i'll let you go first uh, okay <laughs> all right sorry this i one. is introducing it and you just went right into it <laughs> all right sorry but uh my number my number one dislike was it, it dawned on me when we're talking about this it's like wait a minute so you go back to digimon season two or digimon zero two uh is the japanese name so you have the the dark ocean the dark ocean uh episode where kari slips into the, the uh, dark ocean world and that that reminds me there's where she goes in the digital world alone without Gatomon because Gatomon can't follow her until move. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's it'd be like the dark ocean has a lot to do with like depression and, um, a pre, uh, depress I mean like suppressed emotions and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And, um, so there's, there's a scene later on in, um, where the dark ocean reappears reappears and Gatomon says something very poignant that she'd be like, I, I thought I lost, I thought I lost Kari to this be like, it was this, this fear that she was going to lose Kari to the dark ocean, which I had my theory about this movie series about the dark ocean. So we'll get there when we get there. But, uh, so when we were talking about the, uh, the moments where the digi or the Digimon are trying to get in those last moments with their digi their partners. Yeah. So the idea that Gatomon is like, she's a little nervous, but she's playing everything cool. Mm-hmm. My thought would have been, it's like, okay, she's, she's lost, literally lost Kari once. Mm-hmm. And 
this fear that she's going to lose her again. It'd be like, you think it would be more overwhelming. I understand where she's wanting to, you know, spend more time with and be, you know, have girl time together. But it was to me, it would have been more poignant if God Oman would have been more frantic mm-hmm. because with that previous statement, what happened in opposites attract, um, that's the episode name, the American dub. So, um, my, my thought would have been that God Oman would have been a little more frantic. Like her, her anxiety would have got more because, oh my gosh, I'm going to lose Kari again. I can't have, I can't, this can't happen. So I, I was kind of disappointed they didn't go there, but I understand where they're kind of going with this. I hope they're going this direction because mm-hmm. I, you know, obviously it's the internet. You run to what people say about it. So, well, I've been trying not to. Yeah, it's kind of hard not to, but I don't know. I've been succeeding fairly well. Ah, there again, I have my theories where this whole uh, virus came from and how uh, a certain Digivice went black (laughs) and a certain Digimon went, you know, wild (laughs) or went savage. Uh, So I have my theories on that. Uh, but I was, I was a little more, I was kind of like, really God isn't really, she's, she's not like overreacting and just scared to lose Kari because she lost her once. Oh, she near, she almost lost her to the dark ocean. So that was kind of, I was kind of dis- slightly disappointed. They didn't really play into that. I really wish they would, because that was a really good story beat that never went anywhere. And it drove me nuts. So I understand they do that. That story does kind of play in a little bit into this movie, but they should have played it a little bit more. Just play that card a little bit more. I don't know how you get at them going into an ocean as in, in the way this movie is set up, but okay. But more reference to more reference. I to, still don't know how you work that into the story. So. Yeah. But either way, but either way. that's a lot to explain to people who don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Cause I'm sure not every, the reason, Part of the reason I suspect that they have focused on the season one cast and left the season two cast, you know, lost somewhere. Yeah. This is the fact that they know the Digimon Adventure one cast was bigger than the Digimon Adventure two cast. That or, is true. Not the cast, the uh, the audience. The audience was bigger. I agree. I completely agree. And uh, I think it just says like a, like a deep cut, like a deep cut. They could have go- they could have went there. And I, uh, I think it was a slight disappointment they didn't. But yeah, I also the, point out that I have still, in many ways, despite your description, I still have no idea what you're talking about. Okay, I I'd be so like, I don't know how that how you, how it works. In all right, I will I will send you the link on a Hulu okay. thing. E- either way, either way. So it was my first. It's like they didn't really do a deep, not a like a like a serious like you know dive into it. And I was like, oh, you well, didn't do that. Well, but I mean, either you've, or. you've got like eight other characters. That is true. Pairs of, pairs of characters to work with. You don't really have a lot of time. That is and true. You still have to have a fight for them to get to go to the digital world. And then you still have to have them go to the digital world, even though admittedly, I don't know how the next one starts. Right. But they could have immediately put that part at the end. Maybe didn't what you're talking about. Yeah. But there's still a lot of, you still have to make a movie out of this. I agree. I completely you, agree. You can't go off too far one direction, but anyway. that is true. Anyway, anyways, so that's my that's one of my dislikes of this film. My dislike, my main dislike for this film. I say main to some degree. This is a nitpick, also. Yeah. Their explanation for the corruption that's going on, yeah, doesn't make a lick of sense the way they explain it. Okay. 
when you know if you know anything about computer science. Okay. Well, can you explain that? I will. I know he said TK. That is not Izzy's name. Yeah, Izzy. <laughs> Izzy explains that uh, essentially the data is getting overwritten, basically. Yeah. And they show it by changing a one or a zero to two. He says it's not. Des- he says he specifically states the data is not binary. Mm-hmm. It is not decimal, and it is not hexadecimal. Mm-hmm. Now, do you know what those three words mean? Kind of. Okay. Simple it is referring to counting methods. Yeah. So binary is what's known as base two, meaning you only have zero and one, one? as digits to choose from. Right. So zero is zero. One is one. Mm-hmm. Two is one zero. Mm-hmm. Three is one one. Mm-hmm. So on. So, so forth. forth. To you're trying to write out 123 with like 3,000 characters. Yeah. Decimal is, of course, the one we know where it's mm-hmm. base 10. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. You repeat to 11. Yeah. Where you write down one one. Hexadecimal, even more confusing, has 16 characters to choose for its counting method. Okay. So once you get past the numbers of 0 through 9, you then go into A, B, C, D, E, and F. Okay. So really, once you hit 11, you go A, 12 is B, C Mm. is 13, uh, 14 is D, 15 is E, and 16 is F, and then you go back to... Actually, at that point, you go to 1, O for 17. Yeah. Now, it's confusing as all that is, because admittedly, yeah. I barely know this. What they show is, when they're showing all this, trying to explain it, they don't show, they, they only show binary. Okay. And they show the binary number being changed from a one to a two, which technically would not exist in binary. Okay. Now, I understand what they're actually trying to say here. Yeah. And that the numbers are in an incompatible format. It is in a technology wholly separate from the way our computers work with binary because all our computers work with binary. Right. It's just, it's ways to translate it up to stuff that we understand and can see as the, all these different characters and letters and video and audio and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I understand what they're trying to say is that this is not the, the data that's overriding the Digimon. The reason mm-hmm. we can't see it is because it's not based in a binary counting system at a fundamental binary programming yeah. level. Mm-hmm. It's based on something else, and it's not an easily understood thing like decimal or hexadecimal, mm-hmm. even though computers are not, at the machine level, yeah. are not at, are only in binary. Yeah. But, and I'm getting a little off topic to some degree, but I know what they're trying to say. is like, this is in a different technology than binary right. as a, at, a, at, at the machine level, to the point where Izzy's computer cannot read the data, which is what they're trying to say. But have gone way too techno babbly for it to make any sense. Okay. That conf- messed me up for since I saw it. <laughs> okay. I'm only just now working through it. Okay. As I'm talking here. Because it's like you say all these three technical computer words that are correct. Yeah. That is used in programming. I mean, you've dealt with a computer uh Dealing with the digital colors, yeah, where you had to type in like a six-digit code to come up with a the color for like zero nines uh, a b something. Yeah, that's hexadecimal. Okay, Just yeah, the way it's set up, it's like it's six different hexadecimal things. The first two being red, the, fir- the middle two being referring to green, and the last two being blue. That's hexadecimal, but that is still translating to a binary number that takes that is 
Oh, that, that is those digits down at a machine level. Yeah. They, the, the way they put the machine level and the higher programming level at the same level is not how it works. But that's how they write, that's how they explain it. Now, admittedly, you're trying to explain that this is different on a, on a fundamental level to people who don't know anything about computer science mm-hmm. at all. You have to assume they don't. Right. Because most of the people who are watching it probably have never had to deal with what is he's talking about. Right. And try to explain, this is not what our computers are based on. This is based on something else, but it's showing up on the data. Mm-hmm. Now, already, DigiLore on how the compute digital world and the computers work and how all that interacts with mm-hmm. our computers is iffy at best in how yeah. it makes sense. You almost yeah. have to go, it's DigiMagic, accept it, and move on. Right. But they tried to explain too far into this, explaining that's all this. You could have just said, it's in a format I don't understand, and that's all he had to say. But he but tried they to over. But they tried to over-explain it, mm-hmm. and it, and it, you, I have a feeling the guy who wrote this had wrote down. Well, it's it's the old adage about how they used to write Star Trek: The Next Generation episodes when they needed a super technical explanation of what was going on, but the writer didn't know any of the science behind it. Yeah. He would write, uh, "Sir, uh, Captain, the tech is teching." Uh, well, can we untech the tech? So, the, so, so this is how they would write this. Tech would be a stand-in word for all the the technical jargon. Yeah, I have a feeling that's how this was wrote. It's like, well, this isn't tech. This isn't even tech. This isn't even tech. It's kind of how I expect this. Yeah, uh, this script had to have been. I written. gotcha. And then they sent it off to somebody who knew something about computer science, and they wrote down, "It's not binary, decimal, or hexadecimal." And I'm sitting there going. Did this guy even read the scripts? Because this doesn't make any sense. All you had to say was, it's in a format that we can't understand in the time allotted to us. Mm. It's in an unknown format, of how it's corrupting. And I would have been fine with this explanation. But they went too far and went down too many holes. Okay. Anyway, calming back down. <laughs> I did take a class in computer programming. That's why I know some of this. Ah. I say A class. I took a lot of classes in high school that were meant to t- get me into computer programming until I remembered, oh yeah, I suck at math. <laughs> and now the only thing I use is hexadecimal for colors. Ah, <laughs> uh, gotcha. But I know how it works. Anyway, your second dislike. My second dislike, now granted, would be like the the kind of disappointment they didn't go a little deeper in lore for the first one. This one was more, Huh? Okay, so let me explain that, huh? So, yeah, I'm curious what the huh refers to. Here's what the huh means for. Okay, so we go and see in movie two, apparently the Digimon Emperor shows up. It's Ken, but it doesn't look like Ken. We're like, huh? What's going on? Because in the first movie, we saw what we assume was Ken fall and his Digimon fell, his Digivice fell to the ground. Which there again, how did they get the Digivice to to D three and the terminal to for they can go to the digital world? I don't get. It's Digi Magic. Move on. <laughs> either either way, that's my so, that's what I'm going to say from now on. It's Digi Magic. It's, Digi, it's you know Digi Magic. So, uh, so then at the end of this episode, end of this episode, this is in the movie. We get the reveal. Okay, it's not Ken. It's actually uh, it's actually this guy you've never seen before. Well, Taylor, we. From- 
I know technically we have seen Genai before. Genai. Genai, sorry. Genai, Genai. They say him Genai, Genai. Yeah, I know whichever. we've seen the character before. Yeah. I Googled him because I was curious because I remembered seeing the character before. Yeah. And he's an old man. Well, a comically drawn old man. I agree with you. That's in season one. But in season two, which I didn't watch, yeah, season two they actually do bring it. They do bring in a younger Jedi. Okay, so that's who the, this guy the, is supposed to be. He's he's based off that character, except he's wearing dark clothing instead of which white is clothing. Why they're calling him Dark Jedi instead of Dark Jedi? Whoever is character. So there, there again, it's not really. So it's like, a, is there another light Jedi around here somewhere? I don't know, but either way, it'd be like it's, I mean, it's okay. Just, it's, it's either. You either call them just Jedi, or you have to say that dark implies there's a white or light version yeah. somewhere. Sorry. Yeah. So either or, either way, this 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 idea this dark Jedi shows up because he's supposed to be this he's supposed to be this this duplicate Ken as the Digimon Emperor, but not the digital man. But not Emperor. the Digimon Emperor or the Digimon I mean, Kaiser. I mean, they even change his hair from blue to black and yeah. long to short. Yeah. That's an interesting digi-skies. Well, well, my 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 theory going into it is like, oh, okay, ever since they, they've redesigned things a little bit, so they redesigned uh, the Digimon Emperor, the Digimon yeah, they, Kaiser. they updated the, uh, the, his costume. Yeah. yeah, they even have his crest on his uh, his yeah. glasses there. Which, and it's obviously supposed to make you think, and make them, the people who are seeing him, think, oh, it's Ken. Yeah, it's Ken. It's like, what what happened? So like, Why is he evil? It's like, oh, it's because he's not evil. It's not actually him. Yeah, it's actually, you know, a... A, a dark ver- a, a dark version of Jinai. I was like, okay, that's interesting. Who are you? So I was just more left with the question is like, who is this guy? So there again, we're going to learn who that is in four, I think. I, I assume. Assumingly. But it was leading up to just like, huh? What the world's going on? And our, uh, our, 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 our favorite female agents like, what? What in the world's going on? And okay, so. Yeah. Yeah. Deedlet says she hates her. Yeah. It's like, cause she is one of the most annoying characters. It's like, are you good or are you bad? Yeah, pretty much. Do something. Yeah, please. All right. So yeah, that was my second dislike. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. Okay. My second dislike. This movie doesn't know where to end. Okay. Now, granted, I understand you want to end on a happier note and getting to the digital world and getting catching back up with your Pokemon. Or your Digimon. Pokemon! Your Digimon. Wrong series. Sorry. <laughs> catching back up with your Digimon. Right. Is a good ending, but the thing is, it ends like 10 minutes into the next episode, essentially. Yeah. It's like, I, I, I hate to say this. It would have been better to end on the sacrifice. Mm-hmm. And then start the next one with the one week later, and go to that, the digital that, that world. Then. That would have. I personally think that would have end. That would have been a better wrap up to the story. I know it leaves you in the dark mm-hmm. for the people who are watching this. You know, as they're releasing it. But it's a good strategy to lead into the next. But that's one. a good way. It's like now, admittedly, you might lose some people. It's like, well, this just went dark. I guess this is the end of Digimon, but that's why you do a better teaser as to yeah. what's coming mm-hmm. not just do an extra 20 minutes to get you into the digital world and then stop bef- while things are starting to get in while things are starting to get enticing to get you into mm-hmm. the next thing it's like no this is actually the end of the movie and like and because i'm still sitting there going this has nothing to do with the movie i just watched other than mm-hmm. the they don't remember 
They're did the their their partners. Yeah. That's all this has connected. And oh yeah, Meikumon is actually still has her memories of Mako, obviously because she's still Meikumon. Mm-hmm. We still don't see her baby form. Yeah. I know this is me being picky, mm-hmm. but I I just wanted it to be tell the story, stay dark, get lighter next movie. Okay. Don't try to give me just crack of dawn. You know, leading into the next story, and then stop as the story is getting started, because that's what happens. Right. It's stopping right when we caught back up with them. There's a battle going on behind us between Alphamon and Jessmon. Jessmon, yeah. Okay, so you got that going on. What does that have to do with the price of corn? We don't know. That doesn't get answered. We get a quick scene with uh, the uh, evil, I'm not going to say evil, but the the, the fake Ken, the Dark Jedi, and the agent that we don't like. It's like, okay... Obviously, there's something iffy going on there. We see the shot of Meikumon, and then we see, uh, and that's and that's just where it is. It's like you're in the middle of another story already. Don't stop here. Stop ten minutes ago. When it's like, give us a hint. Really, okay. I say end where the in the in the dark. Yeah, don't end in the dark. End with them going to the digital world as soon as they teleport. In the movie there. Okay. And start the next movie in the digital world. That makes sense. Because then you've got your lead. It's like, okay, we are going to save our friends. Yeah. That's your ray of hope you end on. Yeah. Don't do me another 10 minutes of going around the digital world and getting lost and going, oh, yeah, look, this is just exactly how we remember it. It's like, don't do that. That's just... (laughs) You're starting off on... You're ending on the wrong foot. You had a good ending with them going to the digital world because that was a big excitement. And if it would have cut there and gone straight to the credits, I would be fine. But that's not where. But it ended ten minutes later. It's like mm. you cut into the beginning of the next movie, right? Don't do that. <laughs> that's bad layout. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I I understand why they wanted to get to. Where the Digidestin meet up with her with their digital Digimon partners, yeah, to where they don't remember each other, and I thought that that'd be like I thought it was a good point. I agree with you. They should have cut it short and left that into the next. That would have uh, been a good episodes way to, or movie. Because imagine this: you start the next one. Obviously, the next one's going to be a bit brighter, and you start that next one with the with the, showing shots of the fight between Jessmon and Alphamon. Mm-hmm. While you got. Digimon Digital Monsters Digimon. And yeah. you're going to like, that's a cool opening. Yeah, I agree with and you. And we lost that because you had to go show us that the other Digimon don't remember their partners. Like, we know that part already. Maybe. Just show them going there and being that the the, the pump is like, you gotta get ready for the next movie because you gotta see what happened when they got to the digital world. Uh-huh. No! You <laughs> didn't do that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, sorry. <laughs> no, you're good. It's, it's Poor, poor pacing and poor layout of because you can tell they went into this with a laid out six episode, six chapter arc yeah for this and they put the chapter separator between three and four in a slightly slightly in the wrong spot okay anyway I get it totally I totally get admittedly, it admittedly I could I totally see it as a as a I, I, layout. admittedly 
up when I put in disc four, it could start at a point where it's like, okay, yeah, you had to put that back there because you didn't really didn't really fit in at the beginning of this. Mm-hmm. I admit that can happen. Yeah. But if that happens, that's poor that is poor writing. Yeah. Not doing that in a way that where it makes sense. So anyway, sorry. No, you're good. But yeah, this movie didn't know where to end. What's your next yeah, dislike? Because I, I forgot what number we're on. Uh three. Your third dislike. My third dislike uh, would be granted this is more of a nitpick understanding you want to keep the mystery alive of what's going on definitely with other characters but when you have this this secret agency this government agency who knows what's going on mm-hmm. and you're not telling your main characters be like at least inform them a little bit you know about the reboot you know all of this stuff you just finally got annoyed with what annoyed me in the first one Shady government agency not telling anybody anything. Oh, I, I, I totally get, I totally get it, but I didn't understand. Well, I, I wasn't privy to them knowing everything going forward. Especially when you realize, oh, the one guy who's willing to tell the kids stuff, yeah, doesn't know anything. Yeah, he absolutely knows nothing, and they, and they know that, so they keep him in the dark. Yeah, and I'm sitting there going, I have my suspicions of who shady government agency is, and I'm sitting there going. Boy, y'all must have got along great as kids. Not to give anything away. Ah. I had to have my suspicions. Okay. We got it. I'm just saying Daigo may be the tie of another group. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Okay. The tie um, in Davis of another group. The goggle wearer. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm not following. <laughs> If I explain more, I may give something away. Okay. Because I'm basing this off of an accidental entry I saw on the Digimon Wiki doing my research. Oh, okay. Well, never thing, mind. And this is the only connection I have to it. And I have no idea if it's true because I'm smart enough not to click that link. Okay, good deal. But when you see the word, you saw the two words I did mm-hmm. and thought that's a connection somewhere. And you, after you watch, I was like, okay, I think I know what's about to happen, but I will wait to see if that's what's happening. Right. Okay. Anyway, sorry. Yeah, either way. So you have this, you know, government agency. They know everything is going on, but you're keeping our characters in the dark for they can learn on their own. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand, be like, you're a government agency. You want to keep your secrets close to the best. But when you're dealing with teenagers and preteens with, you know, their, their, what they do uh can save the world you should give them info you should you know let them in on stuff not let them know be like oh by the way be like oh we know about the reboot we know that your digimon are getting viruses we know we have this connection to Jedi. be like just tell them i understand it well, would keep everything a secret but same time tell them i have theory okay somewhat connected to that other theory they are there is a group in there that they're actually trying to do something opposite of the right thing to do, mm. but they have other ulterior motives in order to do it. And they are part of the shady government agency. That makes sense. That makes sense. And it just so happens that Daigo mm. is while well, he's a part of the shady government agency, right? He's not the kind of person who knew if what they were, what the shady government agency was doing would not approve of it. Yeah. I agree with you but on he's that. Do, he's a part of the agency because he thinks it's the right thing to do. Yeah. Okay. So which is part of the reason I call him the Ty Davis. I got gotcha. of that group. I gotcha. Because he's, he's kind of in the, he's kind of like, huh? I don't get it. I don't I don't get it. 
but this is the right thing to do. Sure, I'll go full throttle in it. Yeah, yeah. you. Sure, you. Because remember, she never told anybody. Yeah. Well, it's it's always him that's actually telling the other Digidest, mm-hmm. telling the Digidestined mm-hmm. what's going on, and they obviously know that he's going to do that. That's why they don't tell him anything. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. he kind of already spilled the beans of what's going on because what's the one of the first things he says to shady government lady we don't like? Uh huh. I caught the kids up. Mm-hmm. And you can just look at it face like, why did you do that? They don't need to know. Uh, they, of course they need to know. They're the ones with the giant monsters. Exactly. You kind of oh have to tell gosh. your kaiju control force what they're doing. Exactly. You could save a lot of time. Exactly. And wh- just kind of a bonus thing Except here. that they're actually... I think Shady Government Agency is actually going to end up being the actual antagonists. Possibly. That's a theory. Don't know because I've not seen the rest of it. Okay. So, Outside of what we happened so, to catch while we were in the digital world, but we missed a lot of stuff. Apparently, apparently, we were just doing our best to survive. Yeah, exactly. And not try to get eaten by Gop, by Abumon, Gabumon, Greymon, Greymon. There we go. Agumon knows not to chew on humans. I think. Yeah, Greymon not so much. Greymon, on the other hand, he didn't even realize we weren't food. Yeah. So one one of my there again kind of a theory. Kind of a theory going in. A digi theory. theory. Exactly. A digi theory. So, uh, so we, this movie is called Confession. So the yeah, fact. And it's based on the confession of Mako. Of, of Maku. Mako of Makumon. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. So, it is confusing with the way they're named. Exactly. Are. I've got a theory Mako on that. Mako of Maku. Mm-hmm. Makumon. Makumon. Yeah. So we, we have this confession moment between Maku and TK. Which is like the first per- 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 person to do that with. So I'm thinking like, okay, my theory going into that is that Meku went somewhere she shouldn't have. Or there, she got pulled into somewhere she shouldn't have. And that's what caused a uh, certain virus to come about. And I was like, huh. But they didn't do that. They went like, oh, they, they met when she was younger. And she's had those, you know, the, the red eye thing, the, the virus thing. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, huh? But well, this whole setup of. Okay. But here's the thing. <laughs> the Digi Destin from the show. Yeah. They had a connection before they met. Yeah. That's part of the whole reason for the first part of the Digimon, the movie, that whole first yeah. short that they mm-hmm. edited in there. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's the same way they do with Meku right. and Mekumon. And there is obviously. Some shadiness involving her father. Yeah. Agreed. And he that, was a, I've got a theory he was on a that Digimon, too. He was apparently a Digimon researcher before they were actually saying Digimon existed in reality. It's like, and if it existed because of the introduction of computer technology, which mm-hmm. is my understanding of where the digital world came right. from, uh, then he couldn't have been researching him for very long. Yeah. Because computers and that's, since were only would have come around in the 60s and 70s. Yeah. Mainly, well, I guess technically the first, I have to look up when the first computers came up, but even that's not going to be, that may not be powerful enough to create a digi world. Right. So, then, uh, admittedly, digi magic, we don't know how it works. Move on. Exactly. So, there again, another, and, another digi, a Digimon theory. <laughs> um, a digi theory. Thanks for watching. <laughs> so, we're not done yet. We're not done say, yet. We're not done yet. I've got, I've got all these. Weird ideas, theory, what's going on in this movie. There again, if you watch the film or the next theory, great. Do not spoil it for us. Thank you very much. Don't do that for us. nothing. Thank you. Keep us in the dark. Let's be entertained and shocked and awe. What's going to happen next? Otherwise, we may dark digivolve and kill you. 
yeah, might be a bad idea. Might be a bad time for you to do that. Either way, either way. So okay, so we learn more about Meku. That her father is kind of, he's kind of absentee dad. He's consumed with his work. Mm-hmm. He, he's more concerned about his job than his daughter or his wife or whatever. Cause yeah. you know, he's, he's a working class guy. So he's salary man. He's salary man. He's so consumed with his work. The, the classic Japanese salary man who has, who has to work in order to provide for his family, but then doesn't get to spend time with his family because he's too busy taking care of the responsibilities of work. Exactly. So going into the theory, because if we're, if we're basing this off this theory, basing off season two, and a good, before you jump in a good example of the salary man from something we have already seen mm-hmm. the father from my neighbors, the Amadas, he was a salary man. Agreed. So I if believe. you want an example and you've seen that movie, that's a salary man. Okay. Very good idea. You In know, a more, much more positive light. But agreed. anyway. So we have the idea that Meku feels neglected by her father. So you go into Digimon Season 2 or Digimon Zero 2. You have the fact that Ken um, felt grief over the death of his brother. Mm-hmm. And that he wishes he could let just everything go away. The fact be like he has all this depression, he has this built up uh, anxiety about everything, and so in canon in the show he's brought into the digital he's brought in the digital world into the dark ocean world, and that's where he gets the dark D three. So my theory going on I, there again I have nothing based on just what I've seen that Meku at some point is drawn into the dark world, into the dark ocean world. And that's where the virus comes from, is from the dark ocean. That's my prevailing theory okay. right now. I follow that. I think part of what, I think part of it is you're stuck, part of the reason you go that way is because you are stuck on this dark ocean thing. Possibly. I have a different theory. Okay. And it goes back to the first episode. Okay. Of this, of Try. Yeah. The narrator at the beginning of the first episode... Mm-hmm. While he's doing his narration about, I don't remember exactly what he was talking about. Yeah. We the beginning. The beginning. Yeah. He, we see this egg mm-hmm. being formed. Yeah. And mostly it's a big white digi egg. We know yeah. we can tell that. But you also except see. Except there's one little black dot. Except, yeah, except for the black dot. What if the black dot is a connection to something that happened a long time ago. What the, the Digimon he's talking about being born, who didn't yeah. know anything about light or dark or good or bad. What if that's what that is, and that's somehow, that, that egg that we saw is mm-hmm. actually Meikuman's egg. Possibly. And that's how she, if she is still the source of the, the infection, which I'm assuming. That could be a possibility. No reason. For, yeah. She could have malicious code in it, making her a technically a Trojan horse. Right, could. you continue using computer terminology. Right. Not a virus. Yeah. Technically. Yeah. And as she interacts with different Digimon, it's what causes all that to happen. Because that could be a factor too. See, um she does okay, sorry, she did not fight uh Leomon, but Ogremon did, and mm. Ogremon was infected, and that spread went and that spread to Leomon when he got cut. Yeah. She's been hanging out with the other Digidestined Digimon all through episode two. That is true. Part two. Yeah, that would so cause that the would cause to them to get infected. Right. That makes enough. that makes sense. If there is some malicious code built of whatever that dark square was, mm-hmm. that's obviously some form of malicious code. Yeah. 
I can see how that would start affecting others. And so obviously before she escaped over and met Mako mm-hmm. or Mako, whatever, however you say her name, um, she may have accidentally infected somebody over there yeah. before she came through. Cause that's the thing. All the other Digidestin met their Digimon. I don't know about the uh, season two ones, yeah. but the season one was, they all met their Digimon in the digital world. Yeah. It was the same way. Meku did not meet, uh, Mekumon in the, the digital, digital world. world. She met him in the, the real, real world. world. Yeah. And it's still interesting that every time they show her Digivice, mm-hmm. it's got the cross DNA helixes on it. Yeah. Still don't know what that's about. Yeah. And I suspect we'll, we'll, as they start explaining this, we'll get something. But I suspect while Mekumon is obviously, I think is the source of the infection, she's also going to be how they cure everybody. So I think a cure is coming. I, I, I agree with you there. And I'm also kind of guessing based on the cover, considering that big Digimon that's on the cover of my box there mm-hmm. has a semi-feline motif in the way that uh, uh, Omnimon has a Greymon and Garurumon motif in his design. Mm-hmm. I And it kind of looks like Omnimon on the front of my cover yeah, there. It's Omnimon. It's Omnimon, but it's more. It's not the same Omnimon. Yeah, it's a different one, and it's yeah. got a feline design. So I suspect there maybe, might be a purification. Maybe Gatomon and uh, Mekumon are going to have to fuse like uh, Gabumon and Agumon do to form this other version of Omnimon. Maybe I'm guessing. Yeah. I have no idea. Also, that way you only. That, that would also make sense since they're all being voiced by the same actress. Because they're all true. being voiced by Kate Higgins in the English dub. Okay, yeah, that's true. Both Mekumon and Gatomon, yeah. and they're all voicing their Digivolutions, mm-hmm. which I don't know if that's how it was in the original show. I'd have to go back and look at the cast list because I, I don't think Kate Huggins was the original voice actress for Gatomon. No, she wasn't. But that could be the thought process, just like in the Japanese version, and that's all going to come together. And they only have to record one person's voice for uh, Omnimon instead of two people's voices. Theory? No idea if that's true. Yeah. Good theory. Good theory. I think that brings us to the end of. This I think episode. so. We we um, we we've gone, we have gotten gone long off, into the we have gotten the, a little the off the digi rails. theory. <laughs> uh, we do need to uh, rate this thing. Uh, I'm giving this one an eight. Okay. Um, it's. I don't think it's as good as the last one because I think so far of the three we've seen, yeah. Determination is still my favorite because of the all the fun that that yeah. one is. Agreed. And that fun does not detract from the darkness in here, and neither does the darkness here detract from the fun of that one. Right. Uh, but this one is. Uh, it, while it tells a good story and it tells a heart wrenching story, I just don't like it as much. So I'm going with eight. Okay. Uh, I'm so I'm still going to give it a. I think I'm, I'm staying consistent because I've given all of them eights. Mm-hmm. So this is getting an eight because you have the the light and fun, amazing story you have of uh, determination. Uh, determination, and then you get the you know the you know the the battery of emotion mm-hmm. in this one, and it's just be like it's it's night and day, but it's, it's still just incredible storytelling. Uh, I do agree with you with the 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 ending is a little long in tooth. Yeah, but and there's these you know li- little things here and there, but story wise, 
incredible animation wise, incredible like usual. But yeah, I, I'm so much a fan of this. I hope they keep going a good a uh, a good click on how the story goes. And so I know we kept saying that maybe it looks like the next movie might be a brighter story. Mm. The name of the next one is Loss. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think this is going to get brighter anytime soon. Or it yeah. might be a little brighter, but not as much. Yeah. But as I, as we said before, because I've brought this up in every episode. Yeah. Disc one had Agumon, and yeah. the story was about Agumon and Ty. Yeah. Disc two, on the, on that cover, mm-hmm. you've got um, Gabumon. I get Gabumon and Gomamon. Gomamon. Gomamon and Palmon, who had um, their ultimate de- digivolutions in that episode. Uh-huh. And the story focused around... Uh, their trainer, their partners. Yeah. Sorry, I jumped. Keep crossing over to Pokemon. <laughs> in all fairness, they are similar, and I Agreed. have a set thought in my mind. Yeah. The cover for the, for the one we just did, Confession, is a picture of pa- Patamon and TK. Mm-hmm. And it's also out of motif with the rest of them, which bugs the ever-living crap out of me, but I'm mm-hmm. going to move on. Right. Loss has Biomon. Mm-hmm. Sora is... Yes, yes. Sora... Sora is gonna, I have a feeling it's going to be a the main person in the that's next what show. I'm thinking. And then it's five that's got a uh, Gatomon and uh, Mekumon on it. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, coexistence. Yeah. Oh, crap. But <laughs> I got a feeling where that goes. But the last one, Future, mm-hmm. is just got Gatomon on. Gatomon. So yeah, interesting. Yeah. So very, stay tuned. Stay tuned in that. So speaking of speaking of the movie, the movie we are reviewing is Digimon Adventure True, Try, Try Loss. Loss. So there again, if you want to go watch that ahead of time, feel uh, free. We will catch up with you. We'll catch up with before you before next before next Tuesday. Exactly when we record these, and I can't get the stupid sleeve to go back over the case. There you go. There we go. I had to go the other direction. Uh, our trivia question for next week. Normally, I base a trivia question on the movie coming up from a quick bit of research. Did not do that this time. Because I saw something in this that I thought was very interesting. And I did, had to do a little bit of research to find out what was going on. Okay. You are aware, I'm assuming, that nearly every Digimon name in this in the franchise mm-hmm. is the same both in Japan and in, and in the West, right? I believe so, yeah. Nearly every one of them. Because in most cases, because they all end in Mon, Mon. Mm-hmm. they can easily copyright any name they come up with. Right. Unlike Pokemon, which has, you know, it's, they, they don't have this, this nomenclature. Yeah. So that's why you've got, you know, Charizard in America being called Lizardon in Japan because they named it Lizardon, but didn't want to, but that copyright wouldn't hold over here for some reason. So they changed, changed it to Charizard. In case you didn't know. Plus, Lizardon is a horrible name for a Pokemon, in my opinion. Ah. But there is apparently at least one that I saw in in the movie we just watched Mm -hmm. who has a different name in Japan. And they did not fix it in the American localization. Really? It's in the audio, but not on screen. Really? And that's Mega Kabuterimon. Really? Yeah. Because I was watching, and they're showing the Digivolution from uh, Tentamon to, uh, from 
Kabu, uh, Kabuterimon to Mega Kabuterimon. Yeah. You know, it sh- shows the name go across. That is not, Mega Kabuterimon is not the name that shows up. That's right, yeah. My question is, what is the Japanese name for Mega Kabuterimon? Good point. Have fun. And I do have to specifically say the red one, because apparently there are two different colors. Mm. But the, our, but Izzy's Mega Kabuterimon is the red one. Ah, that's right. Because the other one, I think is purple? It's, it's blue. It's blue, that's Officially, right. Officially, the color is blue. It is yeah. more of a bluish purple with the, yeah. blue with purple accents. Yeah. But yeah, this is the red one. Yeah. So yeah, it does have a different name. Also, interestingly enough, in the Japanese version, while this is... N- there is a localization to Hercules Kabuterimon. Mm-hmm. It's it is a uh, it's not there. It, it's essentially the same thing. It's just in Japan. It's like Heraclesio. It, it's you know it's the Japanese pronunci- pronunciation of Hercules. Mm. But I can't actually say it right now without the word in front of me. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. That Kabuterimon. But it's close enough. That's and most of the times when there is a quote unquote change, mm-hmm. it's changing the lettering to match the pronunciation used, even mm. though it's the same thing. Right. But not with Mega Kabuterimon. Mm. So yeah, I will post that question tomorrow morning. All right. Uh, for those of you who are watching live, that will be Wednesday morning. So keep an eye out for that. And uh, other than that, can you think of anything before we, before we end this thing? No. So uh, in the meantime, this has been Drew. This is Jacob. And that's Deedlip, and we will catch you in the next frame. Come, Jacob, we must prepare for next week. Prepare for what, Drew? Same thing we do every week, Jacob. Record a podcast! Oh, boy! So where can they find you, Jacob? You can find me on Facebook at Jacob B. Heron, also on Facebook at Jacob's Daily Art Corner, where I try to draw each and every day. I don't get to it as often as I like, but uh, join me there. Also, you can find me on Instagram at Jacob B. Heron. On Twitter at Jacob Heron and Letterbox at Jacob Heron. So, where can they find you, Drew? You can also follow me on Letterbox at GGeorge759, Facebook as Drew Dodgen, uh, my Facebook page where you can see pictures I've taken at Drew's Photo Bin. You can also follow me on Twitter at GGeorge759. You can email us at the Cellcast Podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at cast underscore cell. You can follow us on Twitch at twitch.tv slash thecellcastgaming. You can also follow us on YouTube at Cellcast. Listen to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and your favorite podcast directory. You can also listen to us on the Movie of the Week podcast with Jim Heron, where we talk about live-action movies. And remember, Cell is a single single L. L.